0: The following views expressed are those of the speakers and do not represent the views of DOD Art's components.
1: Pay attention, because you are now listening to Permission to Speak Freely. 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 What's going on, world? Hey, this your boy, man. You already know what it is, Damon, man. Yeah, Damo. And that's your boy, Dumbo. You already know what he is. Dumbo with the fire hat on this morning. You guys checking him out, man. Yeah. That damn hat is fire. I got to get me one. I got to get me one.
0: Yeah, BTSF. merch. Chill, what's going on, man? How you been? I'm good. I'm chilling. I'm um Not much, man. I did. Like, we had a congressman come to the command, uh, Tony Gonzalez. I'll talk about that a little bit later. I've just been uh, chilling. But I do. I need to start off with clearing the air about something, you know, a little bit of honesty. You know, there's no better way to start off than with a little bit of honesty. So if you don't know, I edit the podcast, right? So I edit the podcast audio and <laughs> video, right? So since, I've, since I edit the podcast, that means that I have like power over what goes out of the podcast, right? So, you know, when, when you do all this talking, every now and then you're going to say something stupid, right? So if Damon Artich say something stupid, I normally don't. Edit it out. You know what I'm saying? I let it go out
1: like that. <laughs> <laughs> Most definitely, you guys know that already, right?
0: But if I say something <laughs> dumb, uh, and, and we say a lot of dumb, we say a lot of dumb stuff sometimes, like the wrong dates, the the wrong dates that stuff started, the wrong, like historical stuff, because sometimes it's like multiple sources that people <laughs> get stuff from, and I don't know what internet or chat GPT David use? Because most of his sources <laughs> be like two years off or whatever like that, right? <laughs> so, we say, so we say the wrong things. But me, I got the power to be like, damn, that was dumb as hell what I said. Let me take that out. Damn, that was dumb as hell what David said. Let me keep that in, right? So that's, that's the thing that I do. <laughs> but we did an episode, like a bonus episode recently, piggybacking the piggyback, which is a good episode. Y'all should go check it out. Yeah. But in the very beginning, bro, like the first 20 seconds, right? I start breaking down the SAPR acronym for, the, like for civilians. And I said it was yeah. sexual assault prevention and readiness, right? I don't mm-hmm. know if I was more upset at the fact that I said readiness. Because when I said it, I was like, man, that's cool. Ain't nobody going to catch it. When I repeated it, slowed it down, I said it again, <laughs> right? Now, I'm, I'm still... I don't know if I was more upset about the fact that I said it or the fact that you was right here talking to me and you ain't correct me, man. So somehow I had to find a way to put it back on you, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so I was a little tight about that, right? I'm like, damn, I, I said readiness and Damon ain't say, nah, bro, it's response. You know what I mean?
2: But-
1: no, I ain't say nah, bro. You just let me go, man. <laughs> You just like, I don't know if you was listening to me or not. I don't know. I Hey, I, I don't know why I was pulling the U on me, man. You know what I'm saying? I <laughs> Normally, I try to correct it, but I was pulling the U, man. Yeah, you, you just know? let me go. So, but
0: for the civilians, it's sexual assault, prevention, and response, right? That's what Sapper, Sapper is. Yes. I don't know if it was word, but I mean, we get out, we say a whole lot of stuff on here. So I definitely wanted to make sure I, I said that right. And I know it. It's not like somebody like like, kick me up. Like, yo, you know, you said this wrong. You need to go look this up. It's something that I know and I've yeah, yeah. known forever. Like, it's like, and that's why I was, I was tight. Like, you ever like hope somebody don't listen to an episode? I was like, hoping nobody listen. Like, you yeah, I hope no, nobody listen to this episode. <laughs> like, I don't want nobody <laughs> to nobody hear. <laughs> yeah, I don't want nobody. It's like the first <laughs> like minute of the episode, man, going crazy, man. I'm good though. I'm good. What up with <laughs> you, man?
1: Yeah, man. I had a pretty good week, man. With I'm talking about Nothing crazy happened, you know. I didn't go on a ship. Man, it was a good week. Man, I had a little bit of relaxed time. I mean, it was it wasn't bad, man. I'm 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 pretty good, man. You know, went did my physical therapy. You know, ain't no one rushing me back to the command after my physical therapy. I was just taking my time. You know, I ain't have to worry about, hey, man. You know, can we cut this from a little short? I gotta get back for a meeting or something. None of that. So it was a good week, man. Good week, man. Getting ready to um. Next week, man, I'm going on an inspection, you know what I mean, in Japan. So getting ready for that, you know, got to do better coming up on that. You know how to, you know, <laughs> shit don't never go as planned, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a lot of craziness going on with that, trying to trying to get that done and how um, some of the the rules in Japan still still applying right now.
2: What you talk so, about yeah. like, COVID we'll talk about or activity. Liberty?
1: No, well, from a, a traveling standpoint, not necessarily the COVID stuff is starting to lift. I and mean, we still got to do some stuff, you know, going to Japan with the COVID stuff, but it's not as much as it used to be. So mm-hmm. I'm not necessarily mad about that. I'm just mad about, I ain't going to say mad, but a little, mad. A little mad. tight about some some You're some bad, traveling man. requirements they have. Own
0: it, man. You bad. You uh. bad. Own it, man. Own
1: it. <laughs> tight. Tight. <laughs> hey, I'm going to get into it in a few minutes <laughs> on so this do better, though. Yeah, man. Get into
2: it, man. The quotas came out, huh? Yeah, man. Quarters
1: came out. Um, I tell you, man. I I, I want to say this: the numbers are are high across the board, though. Mm-hmm. You know, from what what we used to. But I I talked to a couple of master chiefs, man. They was telling me like you got to look at it, in, and I don't know if it was from the E nine standpoint or both. But they was telling me like you got to look at this as a two year, a two year stance or something. Like, kind of threw me off a little bit. Somebody gonna had to come on here and explain what they mean by. Like I'm looking at it, you said quotas, right? Quotas for FY24. Mm-hmm. It didn't say FY24 and 25. <laughs> you know what I mean? So uh, so that means, so looking at a two-year period, that means they're going to probably be giving, giving quotas back. You know what I mean? For that for that year, I'm assuming that would that mean. I don't know. So somebody can help me out with that. But on a quota standpoint, man, hey, it's a lot out there, man. So uh, good luck, you know, to everybody, man, that's up. Um, you know, it's a, it's a life-changing event for you and your family, man. So, um, yeah, man, good luck to everybody. Not
0: everybody going to want to go. I think that's what probably some of the, you know, some of what they mean. Like somebody might be in like Japan, like some senior chief with mad years might be in Japan and not want to leave because you got to, now you got to go into like your billet, the billet. You got to go into the non-billet. So some people going to turn them billets yeah. down. I mean, then I'm, I know it's other tiers like other people that's going to take the billet. But I, EM ain't EM wasn't yeah. EM wasn't wide open like that. It ain't too many. It, too it many. went wide open it's like, like that. It's like two EMCMs, man. It's about two, man. Oh, man. Yeah, about two, two, two EMs made mass cheap. Now one thing that I did see as yeah, I was going through looking at the internet, I mean you could correct me if I'm wrong, but from what I saw, it looked like two EMs made made mass cheap. But one thing I, yeah, yeah. when I was looking through the internet, one thing I saw was a, an interesting article, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll probably read this whole article Uh-oh. just because how interesting it was. But it, it, it says, help wanted, guardsman applies to be a hitman, gets arrested instead, right? So then it's a picture. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever posted the picture is like a Getty image of like Dick Tracy's, <laughs> right? But it says... Uh, <laughs> A wannabe assassin looking to use his skills to earn some extra cash is now instead targeting a way to keep out of prison over a bogus murder for hire job application. Authorities recently arrested Tennessee Air National Guard service member after he reportedly sought work as a hitman on a fake website, knowing the law would be criminals. FBI agents earlier this month arrested Josiah Ernesta Garcia, 21, who allegedly attempted to become a hired killer with a parody website, rentahitman.com, according to a criminal complaint filed in the Tennessee district court. Rentahitman.com, man. <laughs> you got to know. Like, <laughs> That's just funny as like, shit to me, bro. Like you have that to know. That's too funny man. for me, man. It says, uh, oh authorities man. charged him Thursday for the use of interstate commerce facilities in the commission of murder for hire, the court release added. Garcia reportedly first inquired about employment with the site on February 16th, indicating he possessed military experience and rifle experience (laughs) and a special, Mm. special set of skills. He ready to get it in. A few days later, the complaint alleges Garcia, nicknamed Reaper, submitted a resume noting (laughs) his (laughs) employment (laughs) in the States Air National Guard from July 2021 to present. Uh, it remains unclear whether he submitted a cover letter or three professional re- references as is custom with non-hitman <laughs> job applications <laughs> captain kelly moriarty a spokesperson for the tennessee military department confirmed to military times that garcia enlisted in the tennessee uh, air national guard in july 2021 um what else do i what else is it rather than focus on his job search on an accredited platform, Garcia sent multiple follow-up email, emails to the site. So they ain't even getting back <laughs> at you. <laughs> like like so, And you hitting them up, right? So it says the FBI eventually intervened, instructing the website owner to set up a phone interview with the aspiring hitman. Uh, I've been looking into it for some time now. I was looking for a way to make good money, Garcia reportedly told the FBI, saying in another email to the website owner that he wanted a good paying job to support a child he had on the way. That's, man, this stuff is crazy, man. In the interview, Garcia also reportedly said he would be comfortable with taking fingers and ears as trophies are performing at a client's request. After seemingly passing his phone interview, Garcia met with the undercover FBI agent April 6th in Nashville, Tennessee. The agent told him he did not have to go through with the scheme and he could walk away at any time, but Garcia reportedly assured the agent he was in. A few days later, FBI agents messaged Garcia saying a job was available. Another meeting was then arranged at a public (laughs) park outside Nashville. During the rendezvous, the agent gave Garcia a target package consisting of photographs and a description of a a fictional target's name, weight, age, height, address, and employment information. The agent told him the client would pay $5,000 for the target to be killed. Garcia allegedly asked if he needed to take a photo of the dead person's body as proof the job was complete. The FBI then arrested him. <laughs> the guardsman reportedly told investigators he met with the agent because he had second thoughts on the assassin role after learning he had been
2: hired for another medical job. If convicted, Garcia faces up to 10 years in prison, according to the court release. Hmm.
1: Bro, this is crazy, bro. Let me let me tell you, man, I got I, a couple of things, man. First, I hope the application says, have he did any jobs before? You know what I mean? Like sometimes you need to be like, they've done a couple of jobs before we hire you. Right? <laughs> I hope they asked that damn question, man. Have he done a couple of these jobs yet? Mm. Uh, one, he says, you know, he's trying to, he's trying to um, it's for his kid. Yeah. Right? He just had, a, he got a kid, man. So even it's like a uh, take a life for a life type deal, man. <laughs> take a yeah. life for a life. Whatever that's <laughs> And then um, how many chances they gave this dude, man? Like they kept asking him, giving him chances. Dude yeah, nah, he, was, he was vying said, for dude, it. He needed. Yeah, he was vying for it. Yeah, man. He need to take some ears. Let me know. I need to take some ears, man. He wasn't messing around. But on a on a real note though, on a real note, I was thinking earlier, like how many like he did ever he never actually committed a crime. So I'm thinking like like 10 years. No, this dude needs some help. He need to be in a facility. If you thinking about stuff like this, man, like if this going through your mind mm-hmm. to go out there and take somebody's life, you need some help, like some real help. I know it's like, okay, he going to prison. No. Wherever yep. he going, he need to be in, going somewhere that he can get some help. Yeah. That, that's, that's the... That's the the um the real side about it. Like he needs. Some
0: I'm help. thinking about insider threat. I was thinking about like insider threat stuff like that. I was just doing a training on that, and I'm like, yo, this he would be like, like, cause he sound like he desperate for some money. I'm like, yo, this dude would be the perfect yeah. dude that would get targeted by uh, one of our uh, foes, one of our adversaries, to like be an insider threat and do something against the country. He'd be like the perfect guy, uh, man. He most definitely. If you're trying to be a no, damn hit man.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm <laughs> surprised man. that God. he hit him up already. <laughs> yeah, that's he pretty. probably got hit up already. Like, yeah, I saw you put you put this in the on the internet. What's up? Can you do this for me? Can you do that for me? Think of, yeah, man, he'll be saying yes There, everything. Yeah. Him. Yeah. Desperate. Desperation.
0: <laughs> he probably yes. would have gave that African Prince money. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if you remember that, but back in the day.
1: Oh, yeah, you yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> get <laughs> yeah, an email
0: from that African <laughs> Prince, man. <laughs> He probably mm-hmm. gave that man some money, man. I don't have a do better for this week, yeah, man. I ain't got a do better for this week.
1: Everything is great. Yeah, man. I got one, man, and 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 mine is not. It's not gonna be too long, man. But it was a little frustrating, man, when it comes to like going in DTS for Japan because. Um, so just a little background is like we get our own hotels and stuff from over there. We don't go through DTS for it. So anything you do over there. You know, you got to do it um, by yourself when it comes to the lodging, right? But for the tickets and stuff, man. So we found out, like, after putting this in two or three times that you have to get a ticket issued to you um, before the airline, like, like the airline, if you don't have approved, if the DTS is not approved, within 24 hours, they'll cancel your tickets. Mm Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you won't get ticketed. So, so what you have to do is, is go in, DTS, call who's approving, which you got, what, three or four reviews, people on there probably, and then you got an approver, right? All these people looking at your account. Bro, I'm in CNSP. We These people ain't right next door to me. They ain't sitting on side of me.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> you know what I mean? To approve all this stuff. So we found that out. So we had to go all the way up and get approved. The same day, then I got a call DTS, which you know how long that stay on phone, like two, three hours probably, and tell them, hey, I need emergency emergency ticketing. You know what I mean? Because if not, I don't get the emergency ticketing. Japan Airlines is going to cancel the ticket, Mm-hmm. right within twenty four hours. So that was a process. The process with that is is that who knows that even the DTS people don't like like know that yet.
3: Yeah,
1: it's just the people that Sato knows it. You know what I mean? But it ain't trickle down to us to say, hey, you got to make these phone calls. You got to do that. Because we found this out from Sato after calling them saying, why my shit keep getting canceled? Yeah. You know what I mean? So then, then on top of <laughs> this Japan trip, kicking my butt this week. Then we all found out that like the trip kind of changed a little bit. So we had to change the date. And now these people hitting us up. Yeah, you guys about to to pay for this first date, the first day out your pocket mm. in Japan. Mm. I'm not paying for nothing out of my pocket. Yeah, <laughs> that's not happening. How about I won't go? How about that? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I'm not paying for that in my pocket. And that's and that's from from the from the our coordinators and all these people who do audits and all this stuff that you can't just change this and then use. It has. I understand where it has to be like in there, but we need to figure this out. It ain't you. Ain't, but we leaving like next week. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's kind of like hard to try to find this and find that. So that's just kind of the frustration about. You know, going to Japan right now, but ne- not necessarily the lodging portion of it. Just the ticket in the twenty four hour thing that was kind of new. I've been frustrated by that, but I just need this whole people to talk. Like, and then Sato hit you up and they say, "Hey, we don't do DTS. Our system talks to DTS, but we don't deal with DTS. So now DTS is our system. Then Sato got their own system. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So now we got two different systems. So it just need to get on the same page, man. We 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 doing all these travels. We go through though, while well, we ain't got the same system. So my do better is, man, we need to get on the same page and be on the same system. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah. It's y'all. Yeah, man, that's
1: my do better, man. Yeah.
2: Y'all book your own flights. Yeah. Individually, like all of y'all.
1: Yeah. You know, this is my first command doing that, man. We do it all ourselves. When I was at um, ATG, we didn't do it. We had one guy booking all our flights when we fly somewhere and do all this. Yeah, he come just hand us a package with all our info in it. Blah blah blah. But yeah, this we do it all. Bro. Yeah,
0: it seemed like it'd Doing be a lot better DTS. if like somebody booked the flights.
1: One person did yeah. it. Yeah. Now one person, one person finds all the information. Yes, but um, when it comes to like he just found the information, say okay, you guys will take these flights. Blah blah blah. And then we go in DTS and book those flights. Hmm. in the hotels and all that stuff. But you're right though, man. Like it's the individual most of the time. I we got is when we got a coordinator from our command. Only thing he do is just pretty much send out the, the best flights. That's it. Uh
0: so I got a question for you. Well, not really a question. As I, like I said, we were talking to a Congress uh man, and uh I got a rumor uh coming out of that conversation. And the rumor that I got coming out of that conversation is it could be con- Conversations happening right now about increasing
2: family separation allowance from two hundred and fifty dollars to four hundred dollars. What's your thoughts on that, man?
1: Um, I think it's great shit. Anytime you want to give, give, give somebody more money or whatever, um, I never have an issue with giving more money to to sailors, right? And this, and you said it's the, this is a dislocation, right?
2: Family set. You say Family SEP, right? Um,
1: <clears throat> yeah, man. I most definitely think it's a good idea. A
2: lot of the
0: conversation was that family SEP ain't been changed in like 20 years.
1: I mean, it's facts. Ever since I've been it in, it's been the same thing. Same thing for more than 20 years. <laughs> shit. <Yeah. laughs> the time I came in, we I went on deployment. I remember it being 250. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that's yeah, a long time, man. So And and and, and you know what, why we bullshit, man? That's probably a lot of shit that's, that's in the Navy, man, Like we don't never, I don't say we don't review, but we don't have nobody in the room when they reviewing it. They just looking at it like, okay, we're going to keep this the same. So I like the fact that they going back and they taking a closer look at some of these programs and some of these things that we have and say, you know what, we should be doing, doing this a little bit better. We should be, you know, giving more money to this or whatever the case may be. You know what I mean? So I like the fact that they are looking at these programs that have been the same for so yeah. long.
0: I mean, and that's the value of having the right people in the right spots. Like having ex-military, well, mm-hmm. veterans in Congress, ex-military members in those rooms where we cut them funding for like certain programs and stuff like that. That's It's, it's a lot of value in that. My Navy question that Definitely. I have is Definitely. do people take spot checks seriously mm-hmm. around the board? Are people just penciling them in. Ooh. I was talking to somebody about spot checks this week and it just made me think about that. I remember one time, I don't know if I talked about it on this podcast or not, but I remember one time that one of my guys had to do a spot check and uh, it was an officer who came to do it. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember I, I stepped out, man, I forgot why I stepped out, but I was like, yo, I'm, I'm going to step out and I'm going to grab. It was something I needed to get or something for something that was coming up. So I went from my shop on a DDG, I went from an electrical shop to a tool issue. When the person walked in or something like that, it was either after the car was verified or during a, something like that. Like, but as soon as the person walked in, some emergent situation got me out of there because I, I, I like being in there when they're doing a the spot check. So I ran out. I was like, Yo, I'm going to mm-hmm. run out and come right back. So I go from the shop to tool issue and right back. I grab whatever it is I needed. When I got back, the person was gone. The, the person that was doing the spot check was gone, but my seller was still there. Oh no. Which meant and I'm like, yo, did y'all go to the equipment? You know, he's like, nah, they ain't really want to see the equipment. You know, they just wanted to see me verify the the car. You know, and they said, you know, I could quickly talk through it. They said it was good. So, you know, my question for you is have like you ever saw <coughs> a scenario like this or like what's going on? Like, are we not really taking spot checks serious? Is that beneficial? Like, what's the deal? Like, that's just my whole question.
1: Yeah. So, I'll be honest with you, man. I'm going to be real honest right now. Like, for one is, though, what the spot check thing is, though, um, I take spot checks seriously because I feel like that's a training time for mm-hmm. me. You know what I mean? I always... And it shouldn't be a training time, but I feel like that's my time to talk to some sailors and making sure blah, blah, blah. They going through the car, they doing their things the right way. But I have had some... Some some put against a, a timeline and may have not went through everything that I should yeah. go through, and probably I should have said, hey, you know what, let's hold off and I will come back or whatever. We'll start back right here. But I have let them slide, yeah, a little bit on some spot check. But most of the time, man, I'm like I time it out. I give myself this length of time, and um, and I look at it as a training, a training thing for for um the my, the sailor, and and also I like doing spot check, man, because it reminds me of things. That's going on too, cause some shit I be forgetting. You know what I mean? We be going through stuff, but um, but I'm like you though. Like I have came in and seen spot checks done, and it had been like a few freaking minutes. Like man, that spot check I always done. Yeah, I seen you. I killed. You. Yeah, like <laughs> kill shit. Because <laughs> ain't even look that shit. You know what I mean? And uh, but do I fault myself a little bit? Like I have had. Uh, junior officers come in there and I had chiefs come in there and it'd been real quick. And I have no shit thought about, man, like maybe I should hit them up and say, man, like everybody learning from this. You know what I mean? Yourself included. Yeah. So maybe we need to do better on the, on, the, on the spot check thing. But I never did I never said yeah. anything. So I'm kind of at fault too, because I never brung it up, never said nothing or whatever. Now,
0: let, now let's add another thought in here, right? And maybe we finally want, maybe we mm-hmm. finally getting warm, y'all. It's been a, it's been a, a, a slow 20 minutes, right? Maybe we finally getting warm, y'all, with this. So <laughs> let's add another thought in here, right? So here's my other thought. On our ship, it was consequences if you didn't do the right amount of spot. It was a spot check matrix. I'm assuming it's like that on every ship, right? Spot check matrix. If you don't do the right amount of spot checks, you, you know, the captain or XO, somebody they go they, they go holla at you, right? Like you got to go explain it, or something like that, right? Explain, you go explain yeah, it. Yeah, nobody yeah. want to go explain it. Like you was talking about last week when you was talking about it's not your money. Like nobody want to go and like talk to the captain and, and and explain something to somebody, right? Now, do you think that spot check that spot check matrix and um, forcing people because already we in this limited availability of time. On a ship, right? Somebody was just talking to me about, uh, yep. um, while well, I was talking to one of the CMCs, he was talking to me about the carrier. He was like, man, you're going to have evals on your desk almost every day. You know what I mean? So let's go back to like being on a ship and you got meetings and meetings and this and this. you still trying to own a small boy. you probably still doing some form of like corrective maintenance, something, drills, all this. And then you got to do these two spot checks, right? So between you and the sailor, y'all schedules got to line up, right? And that happens a lot. Are you in mm-hmm. the two sellers you got to do these spot checks with? Y'all schedules got to line up. And I'm not making up any excuses. My spot checks, you know, I, I guess like the junior sellers know, like for the most part, I really doubt these spot checks in. They know that like it, some of them used to tell her. Otherwise, yo, if, if chief come, oh, it's yeah, coming. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I, I know my name, like Ray Bows about these spot checks. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't trying to fail people, though. I was trying <laughs> to train people. So I might have less like failures and more like, yo, let's do some training or whatever like that. And some people that I yeah. probably should have gave them the, the fail joint. You know what I mean? But um yeah, so you think all this stuff mixed together and then knowing its consequences, like
2: if you don't do the spot check, do you think that's what makes people like just dial it in?
1: I know I said a lot, mm. but. I don't no no I don't think it makes them dial it in I think it makes them get it yeah, done Yeah that's what dollar I mean like you know what I mean I think they do the yeah they, they do the spot checks dial um, it in is like they just doing it without no
0: effort like they just like
1: <laughs> Yeah 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 man I remember like hey, one thing about those spot checks, but you can't go back either man so you end up you get them spot checks done you like <laughs> you yeah. done like I, like one I don't know if it's changing or not right But I tell you one thing and and I learned this and, and we was talking about one day about like being on the ship early and doing all this stuff ahead of time. If you don't put your spot check in for that week, right? Like put it in. Don't say you don't put the the, the work in or whatever. Don't put like the spot check. But if it's not created and you must rather go to the next yeah. week, you can't go back. Yeah. <laughs> so you... So you better that why that why on that Monday or whatever the case may be, you make sure you go in there and you enter that thing in there, because ain't no going yeah. back. Cause I know sometimes, man, you go in there you have duty on the weekends and then somebody like, hey man, how you get this spot check done? Who you got on board? You know I me mean? <laughs> on the weekend. I gotta get this spot check knocked out. But yeah, man, um, I do think it dials it in to get it done, cause no one wanna go, you know, in the cap in the exo stateroom, cause it at the end of the day. XO going to look at this. He got to sign off on it and you don't want to be that person. And it's always like one or two. You know what I mean? Like one or two. Every time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Somebody going to talk to the XO about it. But we get so caught you know up. I mean? and, and, and it was good. And huh? I was
0: saying, we get so caught up in the requirement yeah. and caught up in like having to like be, be put on blast. It's like dark and ship, right? And, and sat in material condition, my Z or yoke or whatever. Like, we get so caught yeah. up in, like, not getting put in, like, put on blast that we forget the purpose in, like, some of these things, right? Like, the purpose mm. of the spot check, right, is for proficiency and a confidence and all of that, right? The purpose in yeah. setting and yeah. ship is for, like, security, like, ship security. It's not so you could yeah. sign this list. And don't get put on blast. That's not (laughs) the part. You remember? You remember what we used to do with Doctor Ship? You remember? Like like when people come down. And and, and listen, we not super. uh, I'm not no super chief. That was my nickname when I was going through (laughs) when I was going through uh, the season. Right, they used to call me Super Chief or whatever. But I'm not. I'm not that right. I'm not Super Chief or that. But I do believe in like sanctity of certain shit. Right. So I know you remember. Right. What we used to do. What we used to do with CCS, man.
1: Man, we look, a hey, time that time, we give them that few minutes to go by, and we calling the heads out. <laughs> oh, Darkest Ship. Like, if they ain't came in there, man, and sign it out, they getting called oh, out. Oh, so man.
0: you don't remember
1: when, um, But not. you signing. don't remember
0: when sellers used to come down there? Uh Were well, you still there? Sellers used to come oh, down. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And like, I'd be yeah. right there. And sign, and ain't look yeah. that shit. <laughs> and I'd be like, Yeah, yeah. I'd be like, we, yo, show me, you know, show me what you said. Yeah. You know, and, and
1: Yeah, I remember. And now, mind
0: you, some sellers, somebody might be listening looking like, damn, this ain't, you know, somebody, it's different types of people in this world, right? It's people that understand the value in this type of training. Then it's people that think you just trying to be an asshole, right? They just, in my opinion, they like the two. It's like when I made my division, like read the NSTM 300. It was strictly for training. And some of them was like, oh, what the fuck, you know? So people come down to CCS, right? Now, mind you, any other time you talk to us, we cool, man. You know, good people. We can talk. But you come yeah. to CCS and I'm like, hey, did you set Did you set it right? You know? And I'm like, and they're like, yeah. Well, I'm like, you know, of course they come in without the card, right? The, 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 the uh, Dark and Ship card or whatever. So they come without the Dark and Ship card. I'm like, well, how you know you hit everything? They're like, well, we got cards. I'm like, yeah, but you don't, you don't have it. So they like, like at most sellers, right? I committed it to the memory, right? So they committed to the memory, right? So I'm like, yo, where your card at? Some of them, the card wasn't yeah. in the binder. Some of them, the shit need to get updated. So then I used to be like, All right, grab the card and take me to, you know, whatever it is. Now, mind you, mind you, I'm on watch, right? So it's like somebody standing in for me real quick or something like that. you stand in real quick. It's going to be like two minutes. It's like making a head call on watch. So I'll go with a seller to like, some darken ship switch or some, you know, darken ship. And for me, it's like, I didn't always know this, you know what I mean? So I'm gonna pass this knowledge on. And then I talk to them, and it's like, darken yeah. ship wasn't set. You know, I'm like, yo, so, you know, the purpose mm. of this is if I open this door, right, and expose the ship to the expose any of the ship to the weather decks, that the lights would be red and you and it won't be white. Like, that's the purpose, right? And it, like, none of them really understand. But they always left happy. Like, they always left, like, more understanding, you know, than, they, than it was when I first initially, like, kind of, like, they felt like I called them out. But it was never real loud. I would go right up to them, like, at, at the book. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know if you remember these days, Damn. man. You, you you look at, like, you don't remember these no, days. No, no, no. I remember.
1: No, 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 no. I remember. I remember. And and it was the same thing, like, and, and we went as far as... Having the cards in the body. Yeah, I don't know if you remember this. We had them in the back. Yeah, yeah. Right? So some sailors were smart, and they used to come down, grab the card at first, but that's after we was getting on the ass a lot. Yeah. Huh? Yep. You know what I mean? By coming in there. Then they start coming, grabbing it, going back out, and coming back in. So yeah, man, I remember that, man. We yeah. it raised the standards. That was a big man. Deal, man. It
0: raised the standard. And sailors know. Sailors know. Yeah,
1: sellers know. yeah. yeah. And, and then, and then, man, like, when they come in there and they see us in there, we if we got the watch, they yeah, already yeah, that's know. I, yeah, that's what they, I'm saying. They may even tiptoe in that thing. They know we be looking. to we have our yeah, to, <laughs> we yeah, have I our chair like, turned to hey, the man. side. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. looking over there. Who signed this? And we be looking yeah. at time they put that P in the paper, baby. Yeah. We, we looking over. at them, man. <laughs> but yeah, you're right though, man. Like, and we're we not going out our way. Trust me, man. Like, like they you guys out there saying, okay, yeah, you getting over and fucking sing and I'm like, like going over the top. But no, man, it's more about the standard though. You know what I mean? It's more about, you know, creating an environment that you don't get your ass caught up in. You know what I mean? Like, because what it is, man, is like, you go out there and you sign. I have seen this happen. We doing Mod Z. And I have seen where the XO or CO come and CCS and say, who signed for this division? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because he knows, he or she knows it's not signed. Yeah. You know what I mean? So they just trying to, they, they have to clarify. And so guess what? We just going to help you out. Make sure you're on your, on your P's and Q's. Make sure you're doing the things you need to do. That's all it's about, yeah. man. It ain't about nobody over the top. It ain't about um me, me saying this and saying that. Me trying to be cool. This ain't me trying to be nothing. I'm just trying to <laughs> make sure you're doing the things you need to do so you'll get your ass in yeah.
0: trouble. And then like we out, we out like over in like the South, but like, like, what type of seas we in? Like, we, we over there by Japan, by uh, Taiwan, oh, yeah. like yeah. Uh, Pacific seas and all of that. Like, it's we actually being tailed by like Chinese Navy and things like that. So it's like, yeah, why man. would we not like like darken ship? It seemed like a small thing, but it's for the security of the ship. You know, pop pop, pop that mm-hmm. button out. <laughs> you know, pop that button out of that switch. And let that lever, let that latch, you know, <laughs> go so that when you open the door, the red lights come on. That's the goal. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. it, man. That's the it, red man. lights come on. Easy day. People Easy used day. to think. Seemed like used to day. think it was all about just turning the lights off. Like, yeah, I turned the lights off. I'm like, yo, that's not dark and shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> like that's not what dark and shit is. <laughs> And and it's like uh, how about that porthole. Yeah. Right and I down. hate, like, I hate to just beat the dead horse, but it's it's for the security of the shit. A lot of sellers forget that. Like people like the phone outdoors saying anchor. Like, it's things that's happening. That's like, yo, we're forgetting the reason why we can't do this shit. First of all, we the <laughs> America's military, the United States Navy, sometimes we out we out at sea in the middle of and it, like close to enemy t- territory in the middle of nowhere or something like that. Certain security measures, we have to like abide by. Or
1: whatever. Hey man, you know what's funny? I mean, it's funny now, man. Like we're not on a ship right now. So it's kind of funny like right now. But I remember a time on a ship, man, that it got so bad with certain divisions signing Darkest Ship and Mod Z and all this stuff that the chief was that kind of sitting in Central. Yo, remember, <laughs> they had to come down, sit in central, and make sure this shit was signed, man. I know it's funny now, but I know them chiefs was mad as hell. Angelo,
0: remember <laughs> Angelo had it's his. Funny. Hey, shout out to Angelo. I'm, I'm saying his name. Yo, remember uh, Angelo, Angelo oh, yeah. had his guy's mustard. Hey, Angelo's <laughs> he getting them,
1: some ass about that mod he Z. Had <laughs> he had the
0: mustard. He had the mustard in CCS, man, for like two weeks. <laughs>
1: Hell yeah, boy! Angelo mustard everybody too. Cheeks, everybody. Yeah, boy, yeah, Angelo, yeah, Angelo mustard them. Everybody.
0: Yeah, everybody's pissed, man. No else, yeah, they're pissed, man. They try to, <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, man. Hey, so here is another question. I mean, I just be talking to these CMCs, man, and they, like I said, a lot of them they so aware of what's going on. They got a good understanding of certain stuff. So and I and it it I create questions out of these conversations.
2: Well, I hope that, like yeah like.
0: Like, I hope everybody knows that in some kind of way, like they're my muse, like, like for, for, this, for, for this podcast. Like, like every single conversation I'm having there, I was like, all right, let's, you know, as much as I'm learning about CMC stuff, I'm, you know, still thinking about like, damn shit. Like, what is this? Should we address this? So here it is. Was CPO 365 more effective than Seller 360? And I really want to talk like pros and cons. Ooh. like And of course, for anybody listening, this is based off our experience and what we've been through. And that's it, right? So there's not no hard fact. We got a disclaimer in the beginning. It's not our command. I mean, well, it's not how they doing it at your command. This is what we've seen in our times of experiencing this. So the 360 been going on now for about four or five years, right? Officially, like around yeah. four or five years.
2: Was CPO three sixty five more effective than Seller three sixty? To you, man,
1: I think I think um, CPO three sixty five was more effective, mm-hmm. right? And I'm saying that because um, we always on a on a, a schedule. We always on a time crunch of things. Sailor 360, you're pulling the entire command. Yeah. Right? Entire command, right? My take on this, and it's this my opinion, no one else, my opinion, is that junior sailors should be thinking about other things, right? And when I say other things, because we the topics we come up in in, in um in 360, um, some of those topics is probably these young sailors don't even need to know about or don't even care about, right? I felt like when we was doing 365, we was tailing it to the first classes. They was trying to come in the mess. We talk a certain way. We act a certain way. We, we, we pretty much trying to get them ready, right? For the next step. Mm-hmm. 360 to me, um, I need my young sailors to be thinking about 3M, basic DC. I need them to be thinking about the basic stuff that they need to get done to be successful to the next level. Not thinking about, you know, some of the topics that we have, you know. Now, if we did 360 and we said, hey, we only need, we only need um, these junior sailors for this portion or that. But no, it's everybody coming in and everybody doing it. So, I mean, but I think they totally different also. You know what I mean? I think they totally different things. Like, I think, Sailor 360 is more about everybody. Your topics are a little bit more generic. I think 365, we knew we was going and what we was doing as a mess and how we was tailoring that to the first classes to get them ready, right? We had to tailor and tailor everything down to different, different stuff because it was everybody was involved, right? So I can't come in that meeting and talk the way I talk to, like I'm talking to all first classes. You know what I mean? Now I got to freaking talk and speak and do things a certain way. And most definitely in 360, I'm way more professional <laughs> than I was when I was doing CPO 365. Because 365, I, like I said, I'm trying to get them ready to a certain point. So I'm talking a different language. I'm talking a different way. Um, but I just thought, I thought I like 365, man, because I think it was tailored to... Um, first classes and we talked a certain way and we we kind of understood what was going on. For a long time in 360, man, like no shit, we didn't really have the right guidance in the beginning on what we was trying to go and what we were trying to accomplish. We kind of built that shit on our own um, by the command. 365, we had a little bit more guidance because it was going on for a while. We knew what we was trying to accomplish and what we was trying to do. Um, but yeah, man, that's my take, man. I, I just like 365 because I know what we was trying to go. And I think the first classes was I ain't going to say, you, you never could be prepared for initiation. I think they was more prepared then than they are now when they, when they get their name what
0: called. What's some of the cons of 365?
1: So some of the, the, the cons of, of 365 was, um, is that sometimes we put too much um, on the first classes. I don't think we were, as chiefs, and this is my experience, Is that we were, we wasn't training a lot. We was giving it to the first class and say, you come up with this and then we will, we will train off of what you come up with instead of us having a, a a standard. Okay. Like even, even the training that we had, like we know we had these PowerPoints that we want to go through. We still at certain command, not all my commands. I'm just going on some of the commands is that we, um, let them fumble through the training. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Instead of, like, it's certain things we want them to do, but I feel like we just put too much on the first classes. Yeah. Um, all the and time. Even, and of even if they, holding them down. Even if they
0: had a chief mentor them through the training, chief act like hell no them during the training where they start getting, gri- if they getting grilled about the training, the chief that helped yeah. them would act like hell yeah. no, like, like hell know them.
1: Like. Yeah. And, and that's one of my, that, that's one of my biggest cons about it is, is the training piece of it, man? No, like, like I think in that in that three sixty five environment, it should be a back and forth thing, kind of like an open book type training. I don't think no one should be like in charge of the training type deal. I think we should put that put that training up there, like whoever the three sixty five lead yeah. is or whatever. For fa- was I think it was like phase one and phase two back yeah. then. In phase one, I think we should whoever that coordinator should probably get the ball running. You know what I mean? And what we doing, and then we just have conversations about this stuff, about leadership, about all these things, or whatever we want to um, talk about for that for that day.
0: Yeah, I mean, it was a lot of hard set like topics too, though, like a lot of like real topics, like yeah. uh, sponsorship program talk about it, like all the billion, brilliant oh, yeah, all basic stuff, stuff. and then like yeah. it was a lot of topics that had to have like some actual literal information, right? But um. Another thing that used to happen during 365 was, like you said, like the Chiefs, it seemed like the Chiefs didn't help that much with like providing or facilitating the training. But even during the training, like we, we joked about it before, if the first classes be like, hey, you know, can any Chiefs give their experience on this? Like try to get like, Chiefs involved. Chiefs be like, hell no, nah.
1: you <laughs> nah. go. Oh, whatever, right? Like it was bad, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like not even like yeah, trying yeah, to yeah. help. And and, and then, and, hey, and I'm, I'm I'm being honest for people. Like, well, why are you guys didn't help? That's why I'm talking about this right now. I'm I'm saying the same thing. Yeah, I didn't jump up and and like, oh, let me go through. No, I'm saying from my stand, we was all, you know, sitting back. You know what I mean? Me included. I make sure I say that me and yeah.
0: See, for, I'm good. I'm lucky because I I came up in a three. I was a first class during three sixty five. So so yeah. I, so I never had to deal with like not helping or whatever like that. Yeah. Now, this is my opinion. Well, let me. I got another question first. Do y'all do seller
2: three sixty at your command? Yes, consistently. If they
1: do okay. three sixty. it's it's a. It's a, a a Sailor, I, I mean, her, she, she, I mean, she really good. She always on that 360 stuff. Then I got one of my guys over at Walmart. He just, he going to be the, the alternate right now. So yeah, we we, we do 360. Okay.
0: So I'm going a, I'm to a shoot out an assumption. I'm assuming that 360 is not happening at every single command. I'll also say is at this moment right now, and for the past at least eight months, we haven't done 360 at my command. So from before last season, mm-hmm. right? Let's, let's just go there. From before last Chiefs season, I haven't seen anything 360 related at my command. Um, are we trying to get it started back up? Yes. Is somebody doing things? Is it motion? Yes. But it just hasn't happened in a while, right? Yep. So for that, like for that mere fact, I say that 365 was more effective. Because 365 didn't really have these uh, periods of like, un- like unsure ideas. Um, and as much as you know, you can p- as much as we used to complain that, one of the cons for me about 365 was if I was a first class, and I completed my book. Like let's say I completed it one year. I gotta come back around the next year or at the next command or something and complete this same damn. PQS book, right? Yeah. So yeah. 360 yeah. started with a lot of, of promise because that wasn't a thing. Like for 360, it wasn't like, it's just one book that, it, it was nothing really. It was just the, um, the compass, right? That was all it really was. You know what I'm saying? Just kind of yeah. telling us which way, like just to navigate, uh, which way we need to, to go through as far as the trainings that we want to do and, and things like that. That's all it was. Right, so then you get like whatever topics based off of these these concepts, and you develop it all yourself. Right, that that's pretty much the way it was. It's right. I'm I'm looking at it right here. As a matter of fact, so I, I'll read up. Yeah, what then some then, of this was right because because yeah. we started three sixty at our we started three sixty at our command. Like we actually started it at our command.
1: Yeah. Right, but you had um. And that, and that was one of the, that was one of my biggest things about it when we started 360 was that we really didn't have a lot of guidance when it first came. You know what I mean? It's just like, yeah, we got to get this up and running, but we really didn't have no guidance. We kind of came up with that shit yeah. <laughs> ourselves. You had you know?
0: alignment, habits, training, education, opportunity, feedback. Then it's a will. So it's, again cyclic, right? Straight back to alignments, mm-hmm. habits, training, education, opportunity, feedback, with self-awareness like all being in the middle. And then all of those yeah. topics had subtopics. So for instance, like alignment had ethos, vision, profession at arm, service, sacrifice, our true north, and things like that. So then we had
2: to develop training based off of, based off of all of that, right? And but for, three, for 360 now, in order to keep it fresh, every, after you go
0: through those cycles, you will have to have new content each time, right? Which, you mm-hmm. know, we felt, like, yeah. we felt like that would be, you know, pretty easy. But again, 365 was the same content. 360 is brand new content every time, whether, it is, whether we talk about like alignment again. Like, let's do it differently, you know? And it was easy because you get a boat crew or you establish a group of people and y'all come up and they come up with something different than the last group of people came up with, right? So, which is different than having like this fully fleshed out uh, PQS. However, you know, that could get, creating new concepts about the same content could also be challenging sometime, right? So I'm not saying it was better or worse there, right? Uh, before I, I, I kind of lose my train of thought. I'm not saying it was better or worse there. I disagree with you about the junior seller part, actually. I think, I believe that 360, having junior sellers there, some of that stuff, some of those topics, it's less about, it was less about like hard, cold programs and things like 365 was, as it's about finding ways to like, add those programs and talk about those things into these uh, big idea concepts like habits, training, education, opportunity, feedback, and alignments. Now, like how do we add in how these programs work toward all of this, uh, you know, toward this whole compass or whatever like that, which is different than 365 where 365 is like, all right, here's a PQS section on uh, FAP. Here's the PQX section on exceptional yeah. family member. Seller 360 is how do we kind of figure out a cool conversation I have and talking about this, which now introduces a young seller to these, these concepts. So I'm saying this because the Seller 360 seemed like a very good idea. Remember when we first tried to introduce it to the command? Yeah. You know, it's funny. Here we go again, right? Talk about. You know, something, but, but we really did. Like, 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 we really did. It was us, like, trying to do. And I guess eventually that's what makes us do something like make a podcast, right? Because we try all these things,
1: right? Yeah. But, um, could we give a fuck? Yeah. Right?
0: Yeah. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, so yeah. <laughs> we introduce it into the command and man, like, big idea, big thoughts. And it's a whole lot. Like, it's super complicated because it's, it's all like our brainchild. We established this brain trust of sellers from each rank. You know, we like, hey, this is going to be our thing and all of that. But again, like you said in the beginning, it's no real foundation. It's like, first of all, it's, vo- it's volunteer only. We're not going to make people do this. And then it's no mm-hmm. real guidance. But like this small, there's no instruction, no nothing. You, the, the command don't want to make it. I remember having conversations, command like, hey, we're not going to make instructions for a program that's not mandatory. So some commands look at it like that. So it's really nothing. You know what I mean? So it's almost like getting rid of 365 for some commands was getting rid of a hassle, you know, and we don't have to worry about introducing uh, Seller 360 into the fold. You know, we didn't got rid of our heads clean. We didn't got rid of 365. We good to go or whatever like that. And I hope I'm, I hope I'm hitting on something, right? I feel a little scattered in in my thoughts right now. So I hope I'm hitting on something, but, um, so that leaves it in the hands of people, right? And when things get in the hands of people, people make decisions to like have as less of a load as they could manage, <laughs> right? So I don't want to manage a load. What can I get rid of? This thing that's not mandatory, which is the 360. So I know some commands not really, yeah. I know some commands not really doing it. It ain't even on their commanding officer's radar, you know, just because it's not, you got to keep shit on your commanding officer's radar right? I don't even blame, like, when things not on CO's radar, man, I don't even blame COs. I used to, as a junior seller, used to be like, ah, oh, the captain, on man, you got to bring things to your CO, Like, you have to, right? I mean, I don't, can you chime in on that one, Damon, or, or, or what? Like, what's your experience with
1: that? Oh, yeah, mo- most definitely. Most definitely. Like, the CO is like the, what I call the mover, man. That's why they got to know. Because look, most COs, XOs, even department heads, man, they want to do things for the sailors, right? But if they don't know, <laughs> what, what, what they're not going to bring anything up. They're not going to mandatory anything. But when you get it coming from the CO's mouth, man, like think about it for a second. If you had all hands call and the CO's talking about CPO 360 or 365, or whatever, he's talking about it. That's bringing attention to it. You know what I mean? Like if the CO ain't bringing attention to it, man, and, 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 and then you got PB fatigue, like you can't, ships are so, um, have so many things going mm-hmm. on. You have these meetings called, you know, planning, these planning meetings all the time. If you don't have your training in these planning meetings, bro, it ain't happening. Yeah. It ain't happening. And then, but I respect that because I run drills and I have to get all that stuff planned out. And I respect that um, because you trying to get stuff, everybody trying to get shit done. Everybody trying to get stuff in the calendar to get done. And man, the best way is to get it on that calendar, get it in that that planning meeting. Now the CO sees it, now the XO sees it um, when we do all these meetings and they talk about it. And believe it or not, how many times we've been in these meetings and whatever we put forward may have to slide to the right. We can't do it during that time because we didn't know we had this event going on. Yeah. We had that event. So that's another big reason why I think- And the CO is- The CO. What was saying? Ahead? No, what you he
2: saying?
1: No, that, that's what I was saying. That's the biggest reason why the CO should know because sometimes the CO can say, hey, no, take that out. We going to do CPO 360. Yeah. You know what I mean? So sometimes he'd be on a team and then we had this meeting, like me and you had a meeting, man, with the, with the CO and we was going through everything, man. And, and how much like, you you kind of can get the feeling of how much involvement, you know, he he may he or she may be in or whatever. Um, or are they freaking loving it? They not, you see all the expressions, you see, then you be like, you walk out of you be like, okay, this is gonna be a good for the command because the CEO's on board. You kind of get the vibe. You know what I mean? On how this is because sometimes you might say, Oh, I don't know if we can get this done right during this month because we got X, Y, and Z. So you kind of get all this stuff you know, ahead of time so you kind of know what's, what's up. I'm
0: looking at it like, and they need, sometimes they need that motivation too. Like they need to know that it's a motivated oh yeah. oh driver yeah. of whatever program. <laughs> what you got going on, man? <laughs> what you got? So man, Tango, man. <laughs> hey, for the, for the YouTube viewers, man. I'm sorry, man. They got a lot going on. But, but sometimes they need, sometimes they need to know that, like, this driver of this program is motivated and they're going to make this happen. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 and mm. a lot of time, you got oh, yeah. to stay motivated. You got to keep your CO involved. Because in my opinion, the CO, and we went off on a tangent, but in my opinion, the CO is the, one of the busiest people on the ship. Top 10. The CO, like, at, 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 like per capita, like one of the busiest people on the ship as far as responsibilities that they have to commit to. I believe that. Like that most junior, yeah. that most junior engineer yeah. in the space, might be neck and neck with the captain as far as actual responsibility task that they have to commit to. A lot of people don't really understand that. Like some CEOs don't even go to damn yeah. sleep. You know what I mean? Because yeah. eat lunch. Yeah,
1: it's always <laughs> they eat lunch in the state yeah. rooms and stuff. Like, like yeah, it's always That's a crazy, requirement. Man.
0: It's always something that they have to do. But you know, so back to yeah. you know, back to this whole uh, three sixty five three sixty 360 thing, though. Yes. I believe 365 was more effective just on a general strength that the foundation was already built, was better, easier to follow, seller-proof, easier to understand. And it was happening across the board for the most part, because I believe it was damn near mandatory.
1: Um, if it wasn't mandatory, yeah. it was believed to be so. Hey, it wasn't mandatory for the commands I was at, but you knew who wasn't there. Yeah, you know what I mean. If your guy ain't showing up, why he's not showing up? What's going on? Why he not showing up at three sixty five? And we had a record. I remember mean, us keeping a, like a record on on attendance and and all this stuff, man. So yeah, you're right, man. It wasn't mandatory, but it was mandatory. And
0: it did prep sellers, <laughs> right? And it did prep sellers to be chiefs. It did. It did. Pre- it did give them a little bit yeah. more preparation than they have now, like knowing all the master chiefs uh, names and. It's understanding dates and even like cadence, like cadence yeah. runs and stuff like that. So it really did. So I do believe that. But that's the only reason. 360 is a high level concept and it could be great. But it all depends on yeah. if we embrace it and if we make it great. You know. So right now, yeah. to me, it's losing a race. But in the future, it could be winning that race if we did it the right way. And we need something. You know, ELD can't do everything. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So we need, yeah. we need some form of getting... up Because ELD is like you putting your sellers in a room with a chief that's not at their command or a chief that they don't really work with. And that person giving them the training on ethics and stuff like that. Like, we still need something inside the ship because that's where some of those relationships are strained. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Between the, yeah. the mess and the mean, sellers. I-
1: I agree totally, man. I agree with all that. We it's, it's it's something has to be out there to to bridge that gap, and 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 sometimes people don't people um, junior sailors like they think they can't can't talk to the khaki sometimes, and sometimes three hundred and sixty is better for that because you got more than just your your, your khaki for, as a chief, you got officers involved with it, got all these people involved with it, man, that you can have a conversation with, and you'll be so surprised on like like man. I learned something today. <laughs> it, it not, not just the chief. From I'm trying to learning from the junior sailors too because sometimes the thought process, man, now is way different. Yeah. We, on, we, on, we, we do things like way different. The thought process is way different. So um, that's, the, that's my pro to 360 is conversations. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That you have that you're like, man, I would have never thought of it. Not saying it's right or wrong, how they doing it. But just the thought process of that sailor will make you a better leader and make you sit back. You know what? Let me listen first. You know what I mean? Sometimes you gotta listen first before you, you know, you talk. And and that's what I learned a lot from, man, like listening now, because sometimes, man, the junior sailors they, they got some good points, man. And it make you better when you write if you write an instruction and you getting and you getting some points from the junior sailor, it make you think, man, like, okay. Now I'm making sure when I write this instruction or write whatever I'm doing, that I, I, check in, I check more things, check more boxes off, explain more things, because maybe the way I'm thinking, I'm not explaining everything on a level of a junior sailor or a level of you know higher ups. So it makes me think, you know what I mean, a little bit more.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's definitely two different perspectives.
1: But yeah, man, I got a question for you now, man. You know, I mean, you know, you've been asking all the questions today, man. So, um. My question is for you is, man, what is something that you know you do, man, you know you do all the time, and you know people don't like it, but you know you do it, and you do it for a reason. I know it's always, it's always a reason why you do it, you know what I mean? But you do it, um, you know people don't like
0: it. Um, if I had to, I, I don't know. I really don't know. I think people love everything that I do. Right. I know,
1: you know one for you. You know, maybe you want me to say it, man. You know but I mean? if I, I mean- that's it?
0: Did the topic come from? Did, did, did your topic come from the fact no, that you just didn't. wanted to say it? <laughs> no, <laughs> like, no,
1: it th- didn't. <laughs> say it, it didn't come from it. All right, say it, and but I'm gonna tell you. I what know I was... what you do, but I'm, you know what? I'm gonna say mine first. No, no, tell me, me no tell me mine first. No, tell me mine. Yours, yours is. You know that you you're smart, so you be knowing the answer to a lot of things, but you still ask the question. You know what I mean? Like. To, like, I don't know if it's to find out do they know it or not? You know what I mean? But you already be knowing the answer. All
0: right, so I, I guess this is- Is the, that a fact? I, 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 I'm not going to verify that. Is it? Hey, hey, <laughs> damn it. is it a fact? <laughs> is it a fact? <laughs> hey, but- uh yes. But-, um, but um, a fact. I guess mine is, mine is probably along the line of what you're saying. It's probably exactly what you're saying. I'm not sure, but I'm going I'm, I'm to say what mine is. Um, one yeah. thing that I know, uh, I'm super, super, super uh, stringent when it comes to the words that people use, right? So, mm, the way people say things, I'm super uh, stringent about. It's another word that, 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 that people say, semantics, right? People say, people talk, say, they, they call it semantics or whatever. But like, so if you say something it, it It's a point, of, it's like a a realm of <laughs> my, my, uh my, my realm of understanding where I believe that I most likely understand what you was trying to say, but you didn't say yeah. it. So I'm probably right. going to ask. Yeah, <laughs> you didn't say it right. So I'm probably going to yeah. ask you. What did you mean? Or, or what did you say? And that might be what you was talking about. But I'm probably going to ask you, like, what did you mean are in the family of what you was talking about? Or what did you say so you said it right because on, I don't like making assumptions or whatever like that. So it's like just yeah. being super literally like analytical about what you said the right way so that um, I totally understand before I go off and go off in a tangent about something that I... Because I don't want you to be like, well, I didn't say that, you know, because it's like, oh, shit. Yeah. But, but, but even outside of that, like it don't matter what it is. Like it could be something simple. You could say something wrong and I have the where to be able to like figure out, nah, that's really what this person meant, you know? But instead of doing that, I'm like, like, yo, what'd you mean? Or whatever. Oh, like if, if, if people knew me, they would understand what I meant. If you're a listener, you might not understand what I'm saying. But if you know me, you understand what I mean. And and what I'm saying as far as what I do, and I don't think people always like that.
1: Yeah, I I, I agree, man. Um, oh, you that you do do that. Yeah. I, and when you say <laughs> it now, I'd be like, yeah, because sometimes because I'm, I'm big at it, at it too, man. I I know what I'm trying to say, and sometimes it may not come out right. And then you have told yeah, me several times, you're like, and what you mean by it? Yeah, you, <laughs> you have said it to you me like several times. That, so I'm with you. <laughs> I'm with you, bro. I'm with you. I'm trying to get the point. You know, I'm trying to get to the, you know, yeah, straight the A, you know what I mean? <laughs> What's but yeah? For me, man, mine is, man, I I, re- I repeat stuff um, to sailors and I know they don't like it, man. Like, for example, I know you know what to do, but at the end, when we going through, hey, man, I need you to, you know, to say for this, for example, say I need you to, um, um, uh, do the P. I need you to do this P. One hundred. Make sure you guys do this P. One hundred check today. Um, but make sure you flush it out. You know, with 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 uh, with fresh water afterwards. Yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah. But I repeat that, knowing you know you have to do that. But I always find myself saying that. Then I see the look on their face, like, "Come on, come on, son." You know, I already know that. You know what yeah. I mean. But I. That's just an example. I always do that shit, man. The little things I repeat.
0: That's because you've, sure. you've been chiefing That's because you've
1: been too long. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you yeah, making man. sure you say it. I always it. repeat it, man. Bro, but you, I, you know, and sometimes I repeat it. You know what I mean? Just for you, just for you to know that if you don't do it, I told you. Yeah,
0: yeah. Make sure you <laughs> say it. Yeah, <laughs> you know what
1: I mean. I would hate that. <laughs> yeah, man. As a seller, I. So would, that's my, that's yeah.
0: I would hate it, yo. That's one yeah. of my pet peeves. That's one of my pet peeves, right? I'm gonna give a little personal story, mm-hmm. real quick. Um, I was yeah. going to church with. Angeline, right? We're going to church. We go the same way. She go, she, she drive one way and I drive another way, right? She drive one way. I drive another way. So I'm going, we, we go going to church, but every time I drive my way, she make a, like a statement about like how her way is faster. Like every single, every time I go my <laughs> way, right? She got to mention how her way is faster. So one morning, right? So I asked her one morning, right? That's how the day kind of plays out. I said, Hey babe, do you want to drive? And she says she don't want to drive. Well, th- no, she said it don't matter. It don't matter, right? I say, do you want to drive? She say, it don't matter. So I, you know, I'm, I'm like, all right, I'll just drive. Since it don't matter, I'll drive. So we get in my car. Now, mind you, this is the first turn leaving our house, right? The, this, the, the, way, the way thing, right? It's the first turn leaving our house. So we get mm-hmm. in my car and I make it, and in my mind, I'm like, yo, I'm going to go her way today. Now, mind you, we running a little bit late for church. In my mind, I'm intending to go the way she would drive. Just it's Sunday. You know, I want to like, I feel like that's doing something for her. You know, I'm gonna go your way.
3: Before
0: we make the turn, she like, yo, can you make the left instead of the right? My brain boiled, bro. Everything (laughs) in my body. That's how petty I am too, I guess. But everything in my body burned on fire, yo. Because I was gonna go that way, and she was just gonna be happy that I chose to go her way without her ever bringing it up. <laughs> it's This crazy thing, right? I, spoiled, yo. So like, you know, <laughs> so for me, I get like two minutes. Yeah, you know, I get like quiet for a second, like a minute or two later. I'm like, yo, babe, like how come you ain't just let me, you know, go and see which way I went? You know what I mean? And then, you know, then we get this whole conversation where she's like, well, I should have just drove because like if I knew that I was gonna do this as soon as you made the turn, you gave me an opportunity to just drive. I should have just drove. <laughs> then we wound up having fun. You know, we wound up having fun with because we on our way to church. So like we're not gonna be super negative. So we wound up having fun with this conversation after. I I see the difference between me and her, if she gets upset, she could be upset forever, right? I think that's probably a, a woman thing. I don't know. But she could be upset for a long time. Me, I'm not really that upset that long. Yeah. So I changed the mood like very fast. I, I, I contributed to the mood changing. But yeah, bro, when people tell me things that I already intend to do, I either don't fucking do it no more. or I get like real <laughs> mad, bro. Like that's one of the things yeah. I have to grow from that. Like I get pissed. Like, yo, I was going to make this turn. I, I I think I told her in a ride, I was like, yo, babe, you don't control me. <laughs> like, like, You know what I'm saying? You know, like, yo, you can't control me. <laughs> like, yo, I'm an oh, uncaged man. animal. You can't control me, man. <laughs> she's like,
1: she was like, you know, and then I, like, I, hey, look. Oh, hold on real quick, Go before ahead. you start, right? Yeah. Then
0: she's like, she's, you know, like, men, like, sometimes you just say shit. Like, you just fly up the handle, right? And, and then ladies, they really be literal. She was like, babe, like, what make you think that I think that I can control you? Like, do you really think I, I think I can control? you? I'm like, nah, babe. Like, I just was, <laughs> I was just talking on my ass, man. Like, don't no, forget it. Forget like, I right, said get that. Deep
1: on your ass.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Forget I said that. <laughs>
1: deep. Yeah, that's it. That's how I got. like. Whoa! I wasn't trying to go there with that.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> what would you about to say, hey, man? I remember. Hey, I remember DC One, man. I used, I just mess with him all the time when I like repeat stuff to him, man. He, and uh, then I got so like bad at it, man. I used to tell him you mad I said that? Like, you ask him, you, you get upset because I said that. <laughs> and he'd be like, I know he'd be getting upset about it, but he was like, no, see, you, no, see, you. I be mean, go ahead and say it, man. Like, He was just so, like, trying to stay so professional. Yeah. He was like, no, I'm good. He did, he did with your ass. Yeah, eyes. man, that shit was fun to hell.
0: Should everybody be thanked for that service, bro?
1: Yeah, I think so, man. Mm. I mean, I I think everybody should be be thanks, man. It's it's a sacrifice there, man. Like, you know, it's a percentage of people who join the military and and whatever. So I think they should be thankful for it, man. And everybody got a job to do. You know what I mean? It ain't because you, the captain of a ship, you should be thanked. You know what I mean? It ain't just because you the the chief, you should be thanked. I mean, I think everybody should because they made the sacrifice. They signed up. They went through their boot camps. They're now in the military um, serving their country. And trust me, everybody's not doing it. Everybody don't want to do it. So it's a sacrifice they made to do it. So I think that everyone should be, you know, thanks for their service.
0: So I'm going to go extreme. Jeffrey Dahmer yeah. was in the military. And when he was in the military, mm. he got cases. Wild shit was happening. like yeah.
1: some Very extreme. Locked
0: in his room type stuff. Like rape people, shit like that. So you saying that... <laughs> <laughs>
1: hey bro I don't think you you said screen I don't think you can go even you can get even even I don't think you can go harder than that bro, nah, when you come in the it's,
0: it's other serial killers though <laughs> that was in the military Like we just ta- we talked about that that Ooh. officer not serial killer yeah, yeah. but we talked about that lieutenant
2: uh, that killed the uh, young seller last week yeah you believe these people should be thankful for their service
1: well you got me down I guess it's an exception <laughs> bro it's some- a <laughs> You got me, man. It's some exceptions to this shit, man. Yeah, you can't be no serial killer. You can't. Yeah, it's some exceptions. I don't want to get too crazy with it, but yeah, it's some exceptions to it. I mean, you know some, me? some uh-huh. people
0: doubt this shit. Some people doubt this military shit in too, baby. Like, so the reason why I asked that question, I got some feedback from our last episode. I, I'm not gonna get too deep into it, but I got feedback from our last episode where we were talking about the where I was talking about somebody from the VA, right, and what they were talking about. Mm-hmm. I got some feedback and it made me, it made me ask that question. Should everybody be thankful? They uh, thank for their service. Let's not go that extreme. Let's not go that extreme. So are you, you, you saying that the general reason why you would thank somebody
2: is for the fact that they signed up to join the military Yeah, and not everybody signs up. Yes. So everything after I mean, that is baseless.
1: Yeah, I mean, so that's what I was saying until, you, until we went a little bit extreme with it. Uh-huh. So you're right. It'll be some exceptions to it. Um, most definitely, if you breaking any type of rules, or you doing anything crazy or whatever like that. Those are some of the exceptions to it. But I, I am a firm believer. I don't believe that, like, hey, they signed up. You know, what I mean, we gotta give them the benefit of the doubt when they sign up. Uh, to thank them for their service. Now, again, if you do some stuff, yeah, that's another story.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm on that page that I like. I don't gotta thank everybody. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't gotta. Not everybody deserved that. You know what I mean? And there's some simpler stories too. It ain't just Dahmer. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's some simple yeah, yeah, stories of people yeah. that might not deserve that. Like that might not have had the greatest of intentions right? for, for the entire duration of their year and a half, two years, nine months, or however long they did. They just didn't ever care about what it is that we do here. You know, and yeah. we talk a lot about greatness. We talk about like, uh, like striving for things for yourself. We talk about like all of that stuff. Um, we don't talk all the time about duty for a country and, and things like that. And that's, that's not what this conversation here is about. But like, yeah, everybody, like, no matter whatever your intentions were, like some, not everybody deserved it.
2: <laughs> You know,
0: and then in talking about that, in talking about that, it naturally kind of propel me to asking you, what advice would you give yourself if you were joining the Navy today? Well, let me ask the easier question. If you joined the Navy today, Right? Would you and like in today's time, you you the age that you were whenever you joined? Right? You was like seventeen. Right.
2: Eighteen. Eighteen. So you was eighteen
0: when you joined. If you yourself could give uh, yourself some advice right now, and like helping yourself through your career, like you could be your own mentor or whatever, what would you tell yourself?
2: But first question is, would you have the same rate? Um. I think
1: I will have the same rate, mm. and the reason why I think it, I will have the same rate is because, man, it's it fits me, man. I've always been like not not when I say motivated, I'm not even talking about motivated to do things. I'm talking about like motivation, like, like, like I feel like a DC. We can be loud. We can be like like um, motivated to, to to hurry up and put on the, the equipment. Um being at the front of a casualty and, and 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 telling people what to do when you get to a ca- I just feel like that's me, you know what I mean It's always been me like even before the Navy, I was always one of those guys to 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 run through stuff to get stuff you know, try to get it done and quick as possible and all that stuff. I just feel like it fit. it fitted on what I was doing, mm-hmm. um even when I was on the ship when I first got there, um I had options to go to to anything that was any rate in engineering when we first got there, they gave us a choice. Like we, like, like you going to, like if somebody picked you, say you going to the beginning, the beginning, but you went in that division for about 60 days, 90 days or whatever. And then you could have went wherever, you know what I mean, where you want to go in engineering. Because at the time, you if you was a fireman, you can only be in that rating. Now it's changed a little bit now. But then you but saw that, um,
0: you saw that P100. You saw the FFEs.
1: No, I started off in there. Okay. I started off in there. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah and so it was I love stayed, that first but I could have went. It was love at first sight. Yeah, time. man. You I, saw, you yeah. saw them, spatter, and I, and and kind of fit me. I love the drills. <laughs> Who's
0: that Spatter? Huh? What, what, what what's the wrench? Spatter, you saw that. It lit up It illuminated when you first. Lit-
1: saw. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> and then back then, though, you work with that. like we like we still do it now, but we work with the HTS closest. So I got a chance to like try to learn how to weld and do all these different things. When I cause I joined in on a frigate, so yeah. it was a small ship. So we work real close with the. Uh, with the HTs and the MRs, so we got I got to do cool stuff down there with those guys um, coming in. Yeah, um, and
0: I look at it before you go. When it comes I, to
1: I, advice, but yeah, before you okay. keep
0: going, I look at it like with the DC men. Um, y'all, y'all, y'all like y'all like in the, in the Navy, right? Like different rates, like their own species, almost right. So like it's a whole genetic fiber, right? DC men got their own fiber. Bosun's mates, they got their own fiber. Yeah. OSs, ITs. Like, different rates got the CSs, right? That's where m- most of the thugs. <laughs> most, <laughs> most of the gangsters, you know, most of the gangsters are supply, man. LSs, CSs, RSs. Yeah, man. Got, yo, supply guy. Got- <laughs>
1: Yeah, we they be gangsters. Supply supply the engineering, engineering
0: got the low gangsters. Like they tried some of them low, but but when they hit like the stage with the supply guys, it's a different type of gangster that's happening, right? Yeah, man. But, but like uh DC, man, like it's just like it's almost DC is almost like the engineering version of the Botswan's mate. You know what I mean? Just that general workshop or whatever, like that. Like it's like raw. Yeah. Botswan's makes to me the most tattooed navy. They got the most Navy yeah. tats and like, it's just a lifestyle. But you ever noticed that like with the different rates, it's like different lifestyles or whatever. I don't know if you ever noticed yeah.
1: that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Most definitely, man. You know, man, somebody, I mean, it's so crazy. We, we've been, we've been in so long now, man. If somebody company in and start talking to you, bro, you kind of almost know their rate. Oh yeah. Especially a chief. <laughs> hey, hey, what's your, what's your, hey, what's your rate? o Hey, what's your rate? Electrician? Like you kind of know these things, yeah. man, about people. Uh when Especially they come and start talking made,
0: to Starbucks man. a BMC,
1: crazy. I can spot a BMC oh, yeah. from across oh, yeah. the street, oh, yeah. bro. Yeah. <laughs> hey man, you know what's funny? And uh, I know my supply people gonna be mad about this, man. Cause we talked we we told them they was gangster man. But don't they be gangster with them clean uniforms though? Oh no, yeah, they them yeah, uniforms yeah, yeah. be creased, creased up. up. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, supply. Yeah. Creased <laughs> up, yeah. up looking yeah. good, but they be gangsta as hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> supply. They fighting. The like, you, you go FSA, man. It's like you watching people. I hate, like it's all types of crazy things going man. on with them. And then FCs got their own like like it's yeah. almost like a different type of FC is a break in the mold of what like FCs are or whatever like that. Some of the combat yeah. ranks you know, some of the combat race, they're a little too smart for me. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's like going to the really, really nice coffee shop. Like, I need to be down. I need to be down in the sandwich shop. That's engineering. Like, the, the corner sandwich yeah. store, you get your hoagies or whatever like that. You go up top, you get an avocado. You go up the, the combat, you can avocado <laughs> toast or whatever like that. That's combat. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's oh, everybody yeah, got their own that. world, man. But yeah, back to, back to, yeah. Um, back to the question.
2: Yeah man, um
1: advice I give my give myself man or um I I just feel like like when I came into the navy man, um and I know I probably said this before, man. I kind of came in the navy like by myself. Mhm. You know what I mean? Like like literally by myself. Um didn't have my, like like didn't have a support system, you know what I mean, when I first when I came into the navy, so my only advice I give to myself, man, I wish I would have reached back a lot more to my family and, and it'd be more like 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 my siblings and all us, man, we we always been close, like regardless. But when I went into the Navy, they was doing their own thing and my mom was doing things and whatever. But I just wish when I came in, I was in the Navy. Say, so I went to San Diego's my first duty station. I just wish I, you know, they could have came out or we could have been more, you know, a little bit closer. You know what I mean? At that time, you know what I mean? When I first came out, man, like, like, so my advice to everybody, man, like, like, stay close to your family. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, like talking, like even, I mean, I remember going like, like, man, months without like even talking to nobody from home. You know what I mean? Like nobody, you know what I mean? Like, and, and that's, that's my only advice, man. And it'll help you, man. Like people who went through the things you went through will help you. Um, when you go on the ship, man, because it's a whole new environment for you, man. When you go to a, you go to a, sh- a ship for the first time or whatever, the whole environment, the whole stuff you're doing is different. Yeah. It's cool to go see people and talk to people who's on the same journey you was on, man, and, and, and stuff like that. Even my friends too, man, like, like all those guys, I wish I would have had more of a relationship with. Um, now I wish I would have stayed connected a little bit more.
0: Yeah. I think my I think I got like two things. Um, my first one is about uh, take as much as you give, right? I would take as much as I give to the Navy every day. I would intentionally try to take something from my experience to equate to however much I'm given. You know, it's it's been times that I gave so much. That I was that it burnt me out, frustrated me, pissed me off, mm. or whatever, and it probably was because it was an unequal balance of what I was taking. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, and I, and when I'm talking about taking, I'm talking about all of the benefits from fleet and family. To I used to take them quick assist checks. You know what I'm saying? Back in the day, I used to take those. But uh, I'm talking about fleet and family, college. It's people yeah. leaving with master's degrees and stuff like that. Like. Multiple master's degrees, you know, they going right into the civilian sector and getting jobs. Um, I did go to college in the Navy. I did do that one thing, but all types of stuff. There's so much information out there um, as a chief that I've exposed myself to and thought more about. And it's like I, was, I only really thought about it because I had sellers and I wanted to be able to talk through it. But when it was just yeah, yeah. me performing, it was about me performing, about uh, trying to be a good seller, uh, just being a worker. You know what I mean? And for whatever the system or program was. And taking is yeah. like understanding more about the, for me, taking would be understanding more about the heritage, um, understanding more about just basic Navy stuff, whether it's things that the Navy got to offer or the way that the military is, whether that be maritime strategy, anything like core concepts, things like that. Instead of just me putting my head down and just working, bro. I did that for like a long time. You know, and I'm not talking about like not having a personality, not having friends or nothing like that, but I'm talking about my focus for the day was how much can I give to my career? How much can I give to the ship? How much can I give to my division? You know, when it wasn't as much, how much can I take? You know, and I'm not excluding like skating or something. I've I've skated, everybody skated through through something before, but I'm just talking about my mindset and my goal toward my uh, every, you know, every experience that I've had. So that's my first one. My second yeah. one, right, and I didn't really ask for two from you, but my second one is yeah. just to not get so caught up in perception. I think people, and that's not just a Navy thing, that's a, like a life thing. I think people put way too much stock into the way other people perceive things that is the deciding yeah. factor in the choices that, like, you make. Right? Um, and now, like, now that I've been in this for a while, man, like for like my first like 12, 13 years or something, I didn't want to ever be like in front of the captain for the wrong reason. Like I didn't want to ever, you know, get in trouble. Um, now that I've been in this for a while, if I'm fighting for like the right and I fought a lot in the military for the right reasons, stuff like that. But if I'm fighting for a right, I don't care how I look, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. let, let's do this. If I make a mistake, you know, I, I don't care that I made a mistake. It's, it's things that I probably didn't do because I didn't want to make a mistake. You know, work-related things sometimes. You know, at some commands. I'm an EM, right? So at some commands, it might have been like, man, I don't want to shift from shore power. You know, because if I go dark, everybody going, you know, and it don't help that the, the way people like laugh at you, you know, make fun of you when you make mistakes. To the day. But it's like, I put too much stock in just perception a lot, you know, for a long time. And I think a lot of us do. I think most of what we do, period, is based on perception. Um, The clothes we wear, the way we dress, like all that shit be like based on perception. I go out now, man, I don't care how I look. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I don't care what I got on sometimes. It's it's days I do get you, I don't, you know, I know how to throw some clothes on. But it's days I go out, man, I don't gotta go to Walmart looking like a million dollars. You know so and these are lessons that you don't learn from nothing you teach yourself this as you get older so it's some young people that's like 20 or whatever and they don't even know that's what they doing like you don't even know you're doing that right now you know what I'm saying but yeah. i put way too much into it for, from everywhere every uh, like you got to think about how many people you got to please now right you got to please your peers mm-hmm. you know on, on on a peer level like on a you know we all still when i was coming up we all still thought we was in the street You know, we all still thought we was some hood or whatever. So you got to still do that. Meanwhile, I still got to try to be seller of the year. Meanwhile, I still got to try to be this person. I still got to, it's like six different identities. You know, I would have just, any issue I've ever got myself into in my entire life, it was because I was being somebody that I wasn't. You know, and it took me over 30 years to figure that out. Any problem I ever got to in my entire life, it was because I wasn't being 100% authentic to who I am, what I want to do, my dreams, my mm. goals, and my aspirations. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. That's big, man. That's huge. I tell you, man, you brought up something that, that keyed something to me the other night. Like, um, so you guys already know I got a son that's in the, in the Navy, man, and he's on a ship right now. Uh-huh. And he's talking, the other day he's talking to his um his mom on the phone and- uh, we was talking about like jobs and, and, and uh, one of my jobs and we was like teasing him like, yeah, man, like I might be coming to your ship. Like just teasing him a little bit like that. And he was like, no, nah, nobody wants to come to this ship. Mm. And I wasn't even I wasn't even in the conversation, man. But that triggered me, man. When you saying like, like this dude been in the Navy less than a year. And already mm-hmm. he's talking like, what other ship you've been on? Like, these are my questions to him. Like, yeah. whatever, what else ship you've been on? What what else you know about ships and all this stuff? So the first thing I thought about, man, is that's the perception of somebody else he's been talking to have told him this because he don't know.
3: Yeah. You
1: know what I mean? So he don't, he don't know. So when you bring up the fact that like, it's the, the, the perception of somebody who wants you to want you to be a certain way. I think about that because now, you know, he's now have jumped in the same mold of going like, oh, this this is a bad ship. Yeah, no one wants to come here. Like, why are you even thinking like that? What made you think like that? Like you've been on several ships before. You know what I mean? So he's, and that's the kind of conversation um, that I was thinking about when you said that, and and not being a hundred percent you. You you can love this. You can love it, but you will tone it down because somebody else don't like it, yeah, you know what I mean you can tone tone it down, so back to being a hundred percent you, that's why you know what I mean that made me think like that, man, like be you man, yeah. you know what I mean, the best of your ability anyway, and that's some good advice, man, because a lot of times we are not like that man we 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 see the situations that's going in, and we try to try to um, blend in a lot, you know what i mean to to the situations and stuff instead of. Uh, being ourselves a lot. So that's some good advice for everybody, man. That's good advice for me too.
0: Now me talking true. about your son though, right, real quick before we move on, I know you got mm-hmm. something else you want to talk about, but talking about your son, it makes me think of the Mick Pond story about his son, right? Because I think it's case by case basis, bro. So Mick Pond was talking about him and his wife. They were talking about his son, right? Story going to stick with me for a while, just, just because. But his son was in the Navy. Right. And he said his son would've worked for nothing. His son would have worked for free. That's just the kind of dude he is. But he left mm-hmm. because he said his command didn't take his like his leadership, his chiefs, whoever it was, they didn't like consider his ideas. They didn't really consider his thoughts. None of that. Now mind you, this the M'kond's son. Now he he like sure he mm-hmm. wasn't the M'kPon at this time, but he was he'd been in yeah. the Navy for a long ass time. So at this time, whatever time this was. If it was in within the last like six years or whatever, he was still a very high-ranking like (laughs) member of the military, you know? Big time. He was still big time. He'd been big time for a while. So, you know, you've been seeing this your whole life. You know your dad is in this thing, like fully committed. And you go in, you bred in that man. And you you go in like coming in off your dad, knowing his pride and knowing, you know, his lifestyle. And you go in and you just have a shitty ass experience, bro. Because the people, because people like not considering your thoughts, your ideas, your opinions, boom, boom, boom. Now, yeah. mind you, I don't know if he's on average. Like, yo, my dad said, he probably wasn't. But it's like, damn, bro. So yeah, like when we, we could talk about like young sellers, you know, and this contagious idea that everything fucked up. But then we also got to talk about things actually being messed up. You know what I'm saying? How you just said you like to listen to young sellers and you like to get, like, you learn from them. It's dudes out there Mm -hmm. that's not, bro. It's dudes out there that's not. He said, yo, my son would have done this shit for free. He would have just worked. He loved the Navy. Mm -hmm. He just loved the idea that he got out. Y'all can't
2: do this, man. Yeah. You know, so to me, that's crazy, bro.
1: Yeah. Um, And Actually, man, that leads right into um, my next, you know, question for you, man, is about what is a successful um, tour for you, man? At a command, what is what is a successful? It could be short, duty Or C, duty It doesn't matter. Um, I don't know if you want me to start, um, but I like to know like the success for.
0: That's crazy because that's bringing that's it's kind of aligned to like my next point. But um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I look at it a lot of ways. Um, it's some. There's some constant things that happen that I consider to be my job. Then it's constant things that happen that I consider to be a part of who I am. Um, and I'm not going to talk about the things that's a part of who I am, right? And that that's got to do with caring about sellers and people and the personal aspect yeah. of that, right? If you don't know and understand that shit by now, then you're never going to know it and understand that. So I'm not going to talk about it.
2: But um the benchmarks that I think about work-related is like, yo, did I do my job? You know what I'm saying? Like, did I come here, see something, improve on it? When I leave, am I
0: setting up the next person for an easy transition so that they could see it and improve on it? However, it may be, without having to double back and do anything that, I did already. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm happy if you don't have to redo something that I did. You know what I mean? Now, it's other, like, external things that got to do with people that really drive me more than anything else, you know, when it come to work and success, and we talk about changing lives, and we talking about inspiring people and all that, right? But I don't want to get into that. I'm strictly sticking with the workplace performance aspect like my actual job. if I come to a ship, I want to grow the the tradition of like EM so that it could always be so, like the, that foundation could be set for the next person, the next person, the next person, uh, so that I properly affected the culture of being an EM. you know? Again, like I said twice already. I always intend to affect the culture of the ship, you know, moving forward, but I want to affect the culture of the division moving forward before I get off of that. Right. And I hope that made sense because it could be a very high thought in my head. That's my, my, sometimes my thoughts be weird, but I like, I want to cap that off with like a conversation I had recently. Um, Somebody was saying, do you ever see a ship that just seemed like it's a bad ship? Like it's always, just always bad, no matter how long the ship been been on. Like no matter how long the ship been around, no matter what crews, what COs, whatever, it's always bad. And he said this, right? And, and like you could negate it, you could argue it or whatever, but I I kinda felt like I understood what he was saying. So he said, Do you see that ship that seemed like it's always bad, always unsuccessful, got a bad reputation? He said, nine times out of ten, that ship had a bad group of plank owners. It was bad mm. when it was in pre-com. And they set the wrong foundation of that ship. And that spirit of those plank owners and that pre-com ship lives on through the duration of that ship. And I like that, that he said that. You know? And for me, that's what success is: is leaving my command, knowing that I set forth a good spirit in my division in my shop and the way we do EM work and a way we present ourselves throughout the ship.
2: That's
1: it. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm, I'm along the same lines, man. I'm along the same lines, man. I know it's kind of cheesy, but we always say stuff, you know, leaving the command better, you know what I mean? Than it was when you, when you got there, man, trying to find a way to do that. Um, and to take it a little bit further, man, like, like when, like failures and mistakes and things like that happens with the job, man. Um, but we can't duplicate them either. You know what I mean? We can't we can't have multiple things of the same thing that's happening. So I want to be able to, to teach my guys and teach you know everybody who under me that a we 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 know how to learn from things too. You know what I mean we learn know how to get better. Um, but when it comes to the work the work side, I'm, I'm on the same line with you, man. When it comes to 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 doing our job every time and and my sailors know that I'm going to be prepared. You know what I mean? I'm going to be prepared for whatever we got going on. I'm going to put us in the right, in the right um, the setting. I'm going to put us in the right place um, in the, to the best of my ability. And they know that. I mean, they know that. that I mean, the, the job of a damage control man, man is, is pretty much the same on every ship I go on. It's not a big difference. The only difference is there's more of it. You know what I mean a bigger ship is more this damage control equipment. A smaller ship is less. So it's all the same. It's all about the buy-in to me, having your sailors buy-in that that they know that I have their back. You know what I mean? That I that I'ma train them, that I'ma teach them um every day though, man. Like, cause cause and I say that, man, to say this um about the sailors knowing I got their back is because a lot of sailors are scared to talk to their chain of command. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And they're scared to come, you know, knock on the door and say, Hey, senior, can I talk to you for a minute? Because there's some things that could be going on that they may not want to talk to, you know, this person for that person. So I want to set that foundation early to let them know they can come talk to me about anything. Because, um, and I don't want to get into the life thing, but just the job itself, man, because people have different ideas, man, on how things get going. If you don't get to the root of it, it's gonna be a problem because they gonna because sailors gonna think they can do things better. If they scared to talk to you, they'll never bring that up. And I'm not saying it's good or bad, but it's the fact that you want to, you need to talk about it because, say for example, this young sailor come up and he's like, "Senior, I can do this job easier, faster, and safer." Yeah. If they say that, I want. To, I want want to hear it. Yeah, You know what I mean? I'm okay with you talking to me about that. Let's bring this up. Because a lot of times what they don't know is, a lot of times, man, PMS cards, manuals, all these things are written because somebody got hurt. Somebody died, or whatever the case may Mm -hmm. be. So, I want to make sure from your safety standpoint that you can do it like you want to do it and it's still safe. So, that's why I want you to bring that stuff to me. Um... But yeah, man, I'm all, about, I'm all about doing things the right way, man, and try my best to do them the right way um, and, and, and being prepared, man. Like yeah. I, I know a lot of times, man, I've seen people coming to these meetings and coming to these things and, and they just don't put their sailors in the right position to win. You know what I mean? I want to put people in a position um, to the best of my ability anyway, you know, to win, to put the ship, the mission and all that stuff in the, in the right position. So yeah, man, that's kind of my thing, man.
0: Hey, so I'll I'll touch on one thing you said, right? You said a lot of sellers are scared to talk to their leadership or whatever, right? You talk about divisional leadership. Now, I want to say this from my point of view and perspective. It's a little slightly different point of view and perspective from Damon's, y'all. I think a lot of sellers, it might be some that's scared, but I think a lot of sellers are uncomfortable talking to their leadership. Mm. And they're uncomfortable talking to their leadership Right? Because y'all uncomfortable talking to them. <laughs> y'all uncomfortable Ooh. talking to them. Ooh. So I think that's why a lot of them are uncomfortable talking to y'all. I've been. So when you talk about Mark, right? I'll bridge this in with Mark. I'll bridge this in with the Mick son. Um, just in the idea and concept. I've talked to multiple junior sellers who's who had they guard up. They fucking guard up, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like even at my job now, if I just if if I just happen to pass a seller, like I was talking about, like on a um, on an elevator or something, I can tell a seller that's guarded, right? I've talked and I've worked through the process of establishing comfortability in a seller, and that was based off of me asserting myself as being able to be comfortable talking to them. I've seen a barrier break down. A lot of us ain't humble enough to to understand, like yo, th- like this is another human, and I gotta, I have to work this barrier with this human. Like that's anything, any relationship, anything. Like you know, everybody's not going to be comfortable with you just because you're their chief or just because you're in there, or whatever, right? So yeah, they. Mm-hmm. I used to, I, I remember like a dude being like, "Well, how come this seller talking to you about it?" But they ain't talking to me, I'm their chief, or how come this seller ain't talking to me about things because they're not comfortable. You don't talk to them at all. Like, like this is even yeah. worse than what I'm saying. Like you don't talk to them at all, though? So they're not comfortable talking yeah. to you. They're not going to tell you nothing like this. First of all, they probably think you're about to judge them. They probably mm. think you're about to take whatever they say and go tell the next person, <laughs> you know, and then the next mm. person and the next person, and the way you're gonna package that. <laughs> like you just passing information that you got to pass. you just keeping people in the loop. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> you're not. You're spreading the rumor mill. You're talking yeah. about somebody in a way that you really don't have to. So yep. a lot of that is comfortability. Some of these young sellers have been burned already to a point that they ain't comfortable talking to us, bro. So that, So these are things that we got to be smart enough and mature enough and more experienced enough to understand when we work in, when we're working these relationships, you know, um, I had a topic that I that I left out that we never talked about, but it was about I generally see two sides of people, and I like to tap into the positive side. It's too, you could tap into, you could pour fuel on the fire of the seller that's non-social or that's not open, that's not comfortable. You can can you can make you could continue to keep them in that way. Hard you could go the other way. You could tap into something that you know they're good at, something that you know they're interested in, something that you know that's a different side of them. You could tap into that until you, and you may, you know, it's not a hundred percent guarantee all the time, but you may see positive results from going the other the other way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you call a kid bad, like a kid, not even talk about subject no more, a young kid. Sometimes if you call a kid bad, you can set that in that kid. You can make that kid believe that they're a bad kid. And then that kid just start doing bad shit, like forever. But if you know that that kid is like a little busy, but in that kid being busy, they're smart. They like to learn shit and get new experiences and stuff like that. Whereas you might say that's bad. You man, you can't get into that. You shouldn't get into that. You shouldn't mess with that. You shouldn't drop that. Instead of saying like this kid bad, you can say, hey, this kid is smart. This kid always like to learn new stuff. You could do that, and then that kid will take that and make that a part of mm-hmm. you know who they are. You know, I mean, that's just yeah. my thoughts on, on man, all that's that. that. That's that positive side, man. Positive. Yeah, tap into that. So my question yeah. for you is this: I got another question for you. Uh, do you yep. have a quote? We could probably name this episode "Questions." It's a lot of questions in <laughs> this. <just>, uh, <laughs> <I know. laughs> do you have a quote in your signature line?
1: I do not, man, man. but I, I, yeah, I don't, man, but I aim to do it, man, because I, we haven't, I think we had this conversation before with, with Aaron, and Aaron told me, about. he said, bro, you need to get one. <laughs> I remember mean, him telling oh, me that, real? man. get a quote in you. Yeah, I remember mean, him telling me that, man. So I need to get one in my, in my signature box. You got one? Yeah. If we had
0: the conversation, I forgot all about that. If we had the conversation with Aaron, I guess I said it already, um, but it was don't limit your challenges, challenge your limits or whatever. Um, but if we had the mm-hmm. conversation with Aaron, then I must have already talked about it. But my quote, my quote changes yeah. my quote changes all the time. You know, my quote changes well, it's, it's going change it to change at the next command. It's going it to change at the next command. This command that don't limit your challenges, challenge your limits. A lot of that was me figuring out how to work and do the podcast at the same time. You know, another thing was the pizza the pizza company. That was another thing, but I, I I didn't I didn't have the legs to do all three like with the same amount of energy. I just I just didn't have the legs to do all three with the same amount of with yeah with the same amount of energy. Most well, definitely. All right. This might be our favorite yeah. time of the pod when we get questions from listeners, man. Like this might be our yeah, favorite man. time of the pod, man. So we got a question yeah, from man. a listener. Like rolling tide twenty-two. Once again, rolling tide twenty-two is not a part of Permission to Speak Freely entity. We, he, he, we don't have a bot. He's not a sleeper cell. He's not a secret person like when you go <laughs> see the magician and there's somebody in the crowd <laughs> that's a part of the trick. Nah. He just send us these questions. If y'all got questions, send it to us. We And, and you know, if you send it on YouTube, most likely we're going to reply. If it's a question on YouTube, most likely we're going to reply on a podcast, probably the next episode. If it's on social media or something, we might just respond right then. But Send us the questions and and, and the best chance to get both of us to respond is like on YouTube or if you say, hey, can you respond to this on the next episode? Something like that. That's the best way to get both both of us to respond. If not, then the PTSF account is going to respond. And we really still don't know who's managing that yet. So whoever that is behind the (laughs) PTSF account, thank you. (laughs) All right. So... Yeah, because that person might just argue with somebody on TikTok or something. I don't know who the hell that is. <laughs> so, um, Roland Todd 22, right? He asked us, what was our experience entering the mess post-initiation? And he also said, how is it being a new chief if you stay at the same command? Damon got more time, more experience. So, I'm going to let him go first. First question is, what was your experience entering the mess post-initiation?
1: Ah oh, man. It was so first of all, let me get a little, little bit of a backdrop I did it i I made chief on a on a aircraft carrier, right so it was different already, man like the number of people like you had over like a hundred and some uh, chiefs in the mess, and we all in this in this chief mess man, and tell you the truth, a lot of we didn't know each other you know what I mean like it wasn't like a a small ship, small command where everybody know each other. They know all the first classes, they know all this. Man, a lot of people didn't even didn't even know each other and stuff. So to me personally, man, I think I thought that made it easier post because uh, when I went in the mess afterwards, man, like, you know, sometimes, you know, we did our we did our due diligence when it came to all the, the, the new chief stuff. <laughs> like when we uh-huh. ran all the new chief stuff, we did all that stuff. Um but I think the difference was, man, a lot of people didn't know you. You got more, you, it, you got more flap when you went as a new chief from people that you knew, knew. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like the people like, yeah, yeah the DC, because DC, we had our own table, like engineering, we had our own spot in the mess. We, it wasn't like a whole lot of mingling over here on the, on a when I was on the carrier, it wasn't a whole lot of mingling, man. Like yeah. you had your engineering, you had your, this group, this, this, all of them, they all sit together all the time. You know what I mean? So that made it a lot easier, man. Um, on me going in, into the mess, but it was easy, man. It was, it was, it was seamless, man. I loved it, man. Because um, when I tell you I loved it, man, the mess on a carrier, bro, it is so big. It's so like you got your, and then when it comes to the food and stuff, man, you got your own freaking um, CS, like the 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 own CS is down there. Mm-hmm. They, it's, and it's a chief. You know what I mean? The, the head guy is a chief down there. The first class is you got all this part of just the the, the um the chief mess mess. You know what yeah. I mean? For the CS and so um man, it was it was it was great, man. I had a great time um on the carrier, man. It's huge down there too. Um now um being on my first ship, um, and I didn't leave either. I didn't go nowhere, I stayed there on board the ship. Um, and it was a, all, when I first got there, it was two chiefs already there. That was DC. And then one of them ended up getting in trouble and ended up leaving. And then it was just me and the other guy, me and the other guy, man, we still friends. I'm like, we like good, good friends to this day. You know I mean, we work well together, man. So, um, yes, he was the, the, the LCPO, but that, that stuff didn't even matter to me, man. Cause I was learning, you know what I mean? I was a new chief. So I was learning all the, the ropes. So it wasn't like if I was at a command, like a small ship. You know what I mean? And then it was like, okay, I need to go somewhere else and do my own thing. You know, this was, this was, you can separate yourself in here. Like, he can do this and I can do that. And it was seamless. You know what I mean? And it was built for that many ships. I mean, that many chiefs. So it was easy, you know what I mean, to do on there. Um, but I had a great time, man. Um, the only way I didn't stay on that ship, like, I ended up staying on that ship like two years but I would have stayed longer, man. But I was up for short duty and I had a good short duty for me. If it if, if it would have been some shitty short duties, um, I probably would have stayed on that carrier a little longer than what it was. But um, I was going from there to ATG, which I wanted to go to. You know what I mean? So that's how that went, man. But it was, it was a good time. Um, I have nothing bad to say about going back into the mess post. Easy, seamless. Everybody's happy, man. Only thing, only crap I got From the mess, but anything is just the uniform. I mean, it was, it wasn't, it wasn't salty. You know what I mean? But other than that, man, it was a good time, man. Yeah. My
0: experience entering the mess post-initiation. I gotta do the same thing like you. I gotta kind of do the background. I was a part of two commands at the time because I was stationed in San Diego working for LCS Squadron. So I was a part of LCS Squadron, but I went TAD right before the results came out. And I'm never, yo, bro, I'm never thinking about results. Like, ever, like, like people ask about results. Like, oh, he smashed Chief. Like, I'm never thinking, like, I'm about to, like, after I didn't make Chief the first time, like, I'm never thinking about results, right? So I made it, you know, second time up. But as I'm going, at, so I'm TAD to this ship. I think one of my grandmas, I think, and, and the process of all this happening too. my grandma was, like, terminal, bro, like, hospice-type, you know, stuff. So TAD to the ship, waiting on the deployment. The same day, I think we found out the deployment uh, was canceled. We found out that uh, we made, I made chief. So I was TAD. Somebody else was TAD. Somebody else was brand new. And then somebody else, the other person was a part of the crew. There's four of us. So
2: TAD to a ship. It was an LCS. Left squadron, four of us, we go through the season.
0: They kept me with this crew throughout the season, even though the deployment was canceled. We might've found out the deployment was canceled like two weeks um, after the season started or something like that. It was very uh, close to the beginning of the season. Again, at the same time, my grandma going through this hospice, like it's it's, it's crazy time. Like I cried during like... uh, final night and stuff like that. It had to do with my grandma. But um so we found out that we make uh Chief, go through the season, it's over. Now what's going the reason why I keep saying that, because what's going through my head is that I'ma have to go back to the big mess, the LCS squadron mess. The only time we really interact, they knew me. They knew me well actually, because going through the season, we did training with them and different things with them. We did like the leadership courses. And stuff with, with Squadron, right? Because it's only four of us. They wasn't doing all that stuff, which made a whole lot of sense. So I just knew like, damn, I'm going to have to go into this brand new mess that I really don't know anybody at, except for the you know bit of exchange that we went through versus this mess that I feel like I kind of grew up a little bit in. But as soon as I made it, I stayed with the LCS mess for a little bit of time. I went to the first Chiefs meeting. I, I believe that around this same time we were discussing an operational pause because we had two collisions. I believe this was around the same mm-hmm. time. I think that was the conversation in the Chiefs mess was about this operational pause. But I was, man, I was confident. I was ready. You know, maybe overconfident because I, I felt like, you know, I had to let them know, like, I, I you know, I wasn't that select. Like, I'm not, I'm not that select. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. But even <laughs> as a select, you know, because I talked to them after, I talked to all of them. It, even as a select, they was like, we like we saw your potential as, a, you know, we know that you're good. And, you know, I had, a, of course, had an alpha personality, stuff like that. But, um so I sat back, I relaxed. But it was cool being with, people that I would consider to be like mentors and and stuff like that. However, that was short-lived. You know what I mean? Because either I was going, to had to go back to the squadron and which again, I knew some of them was comfortable around them. And I was looking forward to the, the training wheels. Let me say that, right? As a brand new chief, I was looking forward to having these people that I considered to be like mentors around to like bounce ideas off them. Right, so that's why I'm calling it training yeah. wells. But that didn't happen. I went to a brand new ship. You know, I went to a new <laughs> ship shortly after. I went. That's the only chief meeting I made it to, and that was like a week after I, I made it. I went to a, a new ship. So we made chief in September. I was at a new ship by November. You know, and that's the ship that Damon was on. Mm. You know, I, I think I went during like leave because I don't think you were there when I first got there. But um, so when I went yeah. there. So I didn't have the same ship experience. I had the new ship experience. And we talked about it in the episode that came out that we never, in our first very episode we ever did, we talked about my like first day in the mess type experience, but we never put that episode out. Um, but I came in there and I just felt like I needed to assert myself. Like I needed to, you know, it was like a jail mentality. Like, yo, I get here, I gotta let them know I'm on the block, I'm who like this me or whatever. So <laughs> so so I, I did. So I felt like I needed to assert myself. Man, but I, man, I had some mentors, some big brothers, big sisters. It was a whole, it was what I would have wanted, what I thought I was going to with the other mess and what I thought I was fighting against with the new mess just because it's like, all right, let me let these people know who I am or whatever, I'm coming to be a chief. Boom, boom, boom. And I, man, I met some people that if ever I need help, if ever I need guidance, if ever I need anything, I can reach out to these people. And not a lot of them knew for a long time that I was a first year chief. I think my division, my guys probably knew.
1: Yeah. That was facts, bro. I didn't know to a long time.
2: Yeah. It wasn't until like they called. What's up? I'm listening.
1: So, I remember. and You know what? I never even thought, and I'm going to tell you why it really threw me off when I found out you was a new Chief, because I remember our first interaction in the mess, and (laughs) it's kind of funny, man. But it was funny to me anyway. But I remember because I'm gonna tell you guys right now, man. I'm I'm a big believer when I go on the ship, engineering department. I like us, the it's engineering department, man. That's that's kind of what I'm where I'm at, man. What we doing, engineering department? Going to be better than your department, yeah. You know, that's how I I look at things anyway. When I'm on the ship, man, I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to. So um. I remember you first got in there, man, and um, you was like, hey, um, I know the last EMC was doing a thing, how they was doing it, but uh, you was like, I'm not the last EMC though, and it's going to be some changes. And I remember I was like, bro, yeah. <laughs> that kind of made me thought it wasn't your first like rodeo. You know what I mean? It's when your first mask. <laughs> I'm like, I'm only got up in this thing and say, it's going to be some changes in here, man. Like. And I know it was coming from. I knew it was coming from like, I think, trouble calls or it was coming from a place like that, I think. Um how yeah, you like was it, do things it wasn't different.
0: Yeah, it wasn't toward the mess. It was about yeah, yeah, yeah. how yeah. we were operating. And it, it wasn't negative either toward Joyce either. No, 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 no. But cause she was there. She was actually there when I said it. But it wasn't toward the mess. It was some changes in how we were doing things. But that ain't, I don't think that's mm-hmm. how the mess, even if the mess did understand, that ain't how the mess act like they understood what I was saying. Yeah, like, I, everybody- know, not <laughs>
1: me. I was all about that shit, bro. I remember for a long time, I was like, "It could be some changes right?" Yeah, that's what y'all used to call <laughs> me. I was me. with you for a yeah, while. Yeah, y'all
0: used to call me changes. Y'all yeah. used to call me changes.
1: And, and I guess
0: I was like, there's some very senior senior chiefs in there, whatever that, uh, you know, uh, that might've been a good way to introduce myself because I feel like I, I, I had a lot of people I could look to and a lot of people respect me. But I, like in hindsight, I feel like, I feel like in hindsight, like Scrappy-Doo, like just the little dog that's trying to like start some of that, you know? In hindsight, but maybe that's not how it was received. Maybe people was like, oh, this dude's serious. You know, he ready to, you know, he ready to do his thing or whatever.
1: I'm a, I most definitely respected it, man. But then I think I respected it a little bit more because you was an engineer too, though. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, yeah, let's, let's, let's roll. Let's do this, man. So yeah. it was most definitely pretty cool. And that made me think when I found out you was the first year, Cause I think it came up some kind of way man like we it was it like wasn't even a thought process yeah we were getting ready we for the
0: there. next season like we started doing things yeah. to get ready for the season and it was like first years yeah. whatever and I was like yeah me I'm a first year but remember I started taking collaterals like I like you know I come I came to Simeo, you know what I mean like within that yeah. year my first year I wasn't even getting paid for chief and i was I had already been a Simeo school so it was things like that that was happening that i could I could see but then one day like it was the one the mass chiefs in the month he was like, damn, I ain't no, you a first year, man? I was like, yeah, but a first year.
2: Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
0: I'm, but I'm it wasn't like, man. I never really Appreciate. came timid. But we had, like, again, though, we had, like, Angelo and Cobb. it was people in there that, yeah. like, first of all, they're going to make you step up. You know what I mean? They're going to make you step up. And then it was also, like, you could kind of go to them on a the back end. Because no matter if it's your first year, second year, fifth year, these dudes been in over 26, over 25 years. Yeah. They gonna kind of guide you through whatever. They don't care what year you win or whatever. So that was a good thing for me to have them. And I've went to every Dirk, all, all everybody. Like I went to everybody yeah. for at some point or another for some form of guidance. And, and I will still do it. You know what I mean? I still do it. And if they hit me up, I still take the things that they say serious, you know what I mean. We didn't extend it out of oh, that yeah. to like master chiefs and and senior chiefs like that. I've never served with that. It's like yo, if they hit us up, all right, what you talking about? You know what I mean? Like w- w- what's going on? But yeah, so that was that was my experience um, going into the mess. I felt like I had to go in there and you know <laughs> make myself. Known or who I was. You know, because that was something Angelo said. He was like, make yourself known. Like who who are like who are you? I'm like, you can I put my food down first?
1: (laughs) But yeah, that was. Yeah, man. Speaking of like, 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 just so you guys know, man, like, like, the mess that Dumbo was is talking about, man, and this me, man, I've been into I I made Chief 2011, man. So I've been into some mess, man. But that mess was so freaking strong, man, that it wasn't even funny, man. I don't know if I said this before, but that mess was one of the strongest messes I ever been in, man. I remember when I, I got there in 2015. And um, and uh, I know I remember like I didn't even ask like Cobb, man. I didn't even ask Cobb to like look at my record or nothing, man. Cobb like looked at my record. Yeah. And he was like, and he like told me, man, he said that's like one of the best records I ever looked at, man. You gonna make senior chief. Like he just told me, that, so you gonna make senior chief. And of course, Few months later, like two thousand, the next year, man, I made, I made, because I didn't make it the year t- before I got there. I was up for it, I was like I was up for it. But I didn't make it, then I get to the ship, and he was like, "Man, you gonna make scene chief?" He said. Hey, he looked, I look at your record. He said, "One of the best records I ever looked at. You gonna make scene chief?" And I made, and I made scene chief that year, man. That 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 next year, I made it there, and then, man, like just the growth of like everybody, because I you know, at first I was like, "Man, let me try to leave this ship or whatever, man." Then of course you know that didn't go the way no you ain't going nowhere you know it was it was good though man like that's probably one of the, the best experiences man um uh, of a mess if yeah. you was a new chief and you made it in there man you probably learned so much shit yeah you probably learned a whole lot man up in that mess man it, and, it was good
0: and and for Roland Tide 22 I do want to tell you this man every mess ain't the same you know and that's part of what Damon's saying even the same mess could be different like that mess had about two to three different lifetimes to me, like completely different identities to me. Um, you know, depending on who your senior LCPOs, your senior DLCPOs are in there, your CMC adds to that. Your young chiefs who kind of, like me, I was a young chief who kind of just kept on climbing or whatever, just kept on establishing myself or whatever. And somewhere, somewhere or another, at some point, Damon was the president of the mess. I was the vice president of the mess. You know, so um, the the, the communication that they have with the war room, the relationship they have with the war room, like all of those things can contribute. So every mess ain't the same. You know, the mess I'm in now, you know, is different from the other mess. I'm in a, a region mess and it's a bunch of small messes that can join and become the region mess. Some of the small messes, you know, I go out and see some of the small messes, like what Better legs than our, our 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 combined mess, or whatever like that, which means some of the small mess like idea makers and idea carry carry outers, they doing that shit for their small mess. you know they're not, they not bringing it yeah. to the big mess. So like that matters too, Roland Todd 22, like the mess you in, you see him. See him. Like but we, we like to do this where it's like if one chief do something or two, somebody said like if two chiefs come out, you could say the mess was there or whatever, right. So we like to do that, but every mess is not the same, the same, man. We just one big thing, but yeah. bro, every mess ain't damn same. You know, some mess yeah. weaker than That's each other, right. weaker, some mess stronger, some messes be like divided, like you got different clicks. Like every mess is not the same. You know what I mean? You just need to. Hey, good luck too. I think, I think Roland Todd said he up, he he up for ch- uh, chief this year. Good luck. Hopefully you made it. I think he made board. So congrats, congrats, good luck. <laughs> like we talked about, it. congrats, good luck. <laughs> so congrats, good luck. Hopefully you may you, you you do make it and you get into a mess. But what I will say is, you need to add to that mess. You need to contribute to that mess, and don't do some shit that somebody else is doing. You know, that's another lesson. You know, if Michael Jordan on that team. Yeah. Then you're not Michael Jordan. <laughs> like, like, go be Dennis Rodman. Go be Scotty. Like, go work to make that yeah.
2: team better. But don't fight to be yeah. Mike if Mike dare. Yeah. You
1: get a chance. You know what I mean? Yeah. You get a chance.
2: Yeah.
0: Book of the week, book of the week, right? Book of the week. And that's not just a my thing. So book of the week for the, for the like newer listeners, book of the week. It's a all of our thing. You know, Damon and Tish they could have Books of the Week too, right? Book of the Week ain't just my segment. I was listening to this <laughs> to episode last week. David, segment, David was like, yo, we about to go to your thing, man. <laughs> like, I'm like, yo, Book of the Week ain't just my <laughs> thing, y'all. You know, this it's all about it. Started out, <laughs> 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 it started out, David was doing it too, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, man. This book, though, is called Outlive. Outlive by Peter Atia. He's a medical doctor. He had somebody work on it with him. Bill uh, Guilford, "Outlive: The Science and Art of Longevity: Rethinking Medicine to Live Better Longer." Straight up, five. I think I gave it four stars, but I think I only gave it four stars because about fifteen to twenty percent of this book, no, a ten to fifteen percent of this book, some of the conversation is a higher level than my brain could comprehend because he mm-hmm. is a medical doctor, but he yep. did his best work to make most of this stuff understandable, <clears> his best <throat> work. And that's why I gave it, a, I think, a four, a four out of a five. This book is a life-changing book, a life-influencing book, and it's one of the best books that I've read this year and one of the best book that, books that I've ever read, Period. It changes a whole lot of stuff. It debunks a whole lot of myths. I mean, Mm -hmm. unless you're just somebody that doesn't believe anybody, but it debunks a whole lot of myths, and it talks a whole lot about diet and food and uh, different things that matter, things that don't matter. Like I learned some stuff about cholesterol that I didn't know and understand, but he starts off by breaking down, he called them the four horsemen. So like heart disease, diabetes, Alzheimer's, and it's another one, cancer. So we start off by breaking those down. And like some of them, the ones that they understand, where they come from, um, the symptoms, uh, how they affect you, like a lot of that stuff. Medically, personally, whatever, however he could break it down. So after he break them down so we understand that, he talk about ways to fight against that. Right? Mm-hmm. So they talk about lifespan and health span. So lifespan is like how long you live, but health span is how long do you live a healthy life? Like you could live a hundred years, but your last thirty years of that hundred years, you struggling or whatever like that. It's funny, I, I like. I don't know if you've yeah. heard some more. Some. I don't know if you listen to some more, but she had a comedy show on Netflix and she was talking about that, about the grandma. Like after the grandma turned like 80 and she got the <laughs> live with the young kids and the family. She's sleeping on the floor and they just doing her wrong and shit like that, right? But, <laughs> you know, outside of that, like that's what he talked about. Like, do you want to live longer? Do you want to live healthier for a longer period of time versus just living long and struggling for your last 40 years or whatever like that? Yo, so after he breaks down the four horsemen, he gets into ways to fight against those things. And that's dietary. Mm. That's whether it be through uh, exercise, through diet, through just being conscious of these things. And he break, he break down a lot of things to fight against it. And man, debunked a whole lot of myths. It's definitely a, it's a, life, it's a life changer, man. Really good book. This is also the book though that I was talking about last week when I was like, some of these books they want you to do things. You know, I can't, I can't do them. You know <laughs> what I mean? But it made me a fan of Peter Atia, who I, who I found out is a very popular. He got a very popular podcast. Um, it's called The Drive. Oh, okay, yeah, it's called The Drive. So I subscribed to it. I haven't listened to an episode, a full episode yet, but I did subscribe to it. So I do plan on listening to it. it I want to make whatever Peter Atia is saying a part of my fiber because he's saying some things that make a whole lot of sense. Like, debunk that. Like, as soon as I heard him talk about eggs and cholesterol, and now I've heard that a hundred times. Like, I didn't even really think about that or whatever like that. So it's definitely a very, very, very good book. And he, he, he explained exercises to do that help this, our foods to eat, that help this are the reasons why you should and the reasons why you shouldn't in lamest terms, man. So, uh, dope, dope book. really. Man, I, it's good, man. You should, you should check it out. It's called Outlive. Yeah,
1: I think I'm going to check it out. I'm going on a long flight. I might have to check that one out.
0: Yeah, it's called Outlive, man. It's, it's, it's a really, really,
2: really good book. All man. right. We got an elephant in the room that we need to address. Right? Yeah. So the elephant in the room is why haven't we been doing movie reviews? Yeah, man. Um,
1: we are about to do it a little bit different for you guys now, man.
0: Yeah, but before you get into right. what we're about to do. But why? Why have we not been doing it? Well, I'll I tell I mean, I'll give it from my perspective. <laughs> the movie reviews, for the most part, is like, We've inten- we intentionally got to set aside time to like watch the movie, to talk about the movie, so it's fresh in our head, whether we saw it already or not. Um, the shows, you know, y'all know, y'all know, y'all know how Damon did with the shows. He, he binge watched, he binge watched the shows. He got ahead of me, but sometimes we just don't have time. Like I've been busy, even though I'm about to lead a command, everything kind of ramped up. I was doing my last site visits. We got this thing going on right now called Hirex. I, I got kind of pulled back into that a little bit yesterday. So everything been kind of ramped up. So generally, like, we just don't really... Tish got kids. We, we didn't introduce that to Tish when, we, when she, we brought her in. Like Every week, we're going to be watching a movie and talking about it. So it's like that's another thing to introduce. So I think for all of us, that's probably why we haven't been doing it. But I am going to shut up now so they can talk about our plans when it comes to movie
1: of the week. Yeah, man. The plan is gonna be um what we're gonna start doing, man, is 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 um doing it individually. So we're gonna start doing the movie review um every week the same way, but we're gonna do that individually, <laughs> not part of up um, the week. <laughs> our segment. <laughs> I don't know, but huh?
0: hey, we I don't know. Well, yeah, it might I mean, be like once yeah. a month. You, <laughs> it
1: might be like yeah. once a month. Maybe like one. You're right, <laughs> once a <laughs> month. Uh, but we gonna most definitely get it done individually, though. Um, we put it out, and you guys will be able to see that. But you are right, it might be like once a month. Yeah. You right, we. Gonna... Yeah, like once. <laughs> to say once a week, by once.
0: Hero of the week too. Hero of the week is going graduate to the same thing too. So instead of like having hero of the week and the movie of the week in the episode you'll get Hero of the Week and the Movie of the Week outside of the episode. So that'll make the episodes a little bit shorter. So instead of this episode being like two hours and 40 minutes, this episode's probably about to just be like two hours and 15 <laughs> minutes. Uh, you know, things like that. So that, that is, but, but you will still get Hero of the Weeks or Hero of the Months and movie reviews. You still will get them. We just doing it a little bit different.
1: Most definitely, man. Um, hey, you guys may hook us up, man. You know what I mean. Let us know your feedback about the movies in the in the, in the week too, man. Like, um, because I think this right here give us you know more time to dissect you know a lot a lot more stuff. So I'm looking forward to it, though.
0: Yeah, yeah, and give us suggestions. Remember, they gotta be military military movies. I remember we asked for suggestions before. People were like, oh yeah, watch the Fast and Furious too. They gotta be, you know, gotta be military military movies. So that, that, that's the biggest thing, military movies. So, but if you give us a movie, you give us military movie suggestions. You could give us book suggestions. You could give us people that you think is the hero of the week. You know, we'll, we'll go through all of that stuff. We, we However interactive y'all are, we will love and respect and cherish that.
2: And we'll go through and talk about all that stuff.
1: Most definitely, man. Hey, Mississippi, stand up, man. What's good?
2: That
0: dog fight going on over there.
1: Dogfighter. Pay attention because you are now listening to permission to speak freely. Really, really,
2: really,